to so go high this is period four session four of the amazing collective that y'all already know y'all join us every other week um, that's a fact damn this nigga yo you absolutely correct let me let me actually play sounds and not like fuck around i'm sorry <laughs> and definitely welcome back uh, classmates, fellow classmates, administrators. Um, trying to think what else is out there. Uh, counselors, principals. Mm. Uh, help me, kid, because you in education, kid. You said counselors, principals, Ass- teachers, assistant, assistant teachers, <laughs> uh, <laughs> substitute teachers. <laughs> That's a fucking. <laughs> Man, shout out to the substitute chancellors. Bro. Shout out to ISS. Shout out to damn, bruh, bruh. God damn. Shout out to ISS, man. But nah, <laughs> yo, welcome to So Go High. Uh, period four. My name is Jay, aka Jay Lee Trey. Um, I am your friendly uh, menace on the timeline. That DJs. Also, shout out to every single family group that I'm a part of. Cerebus Entertainment. Uh, also. Uh, the newest member of the Cali Culture Podcast as well. Um, and also shout out to the Anima- Anamanga Collective as a whole. Um, shout out to my team over there at uh, Anime Kickback. I appreciate y'all too as well. Um, but I'm going to pass it to my co-host that is here for the, for the night. Um so first person up, I don't have no AKAs. I need to get my list together. Uh, Rob, the floor is yours. Krakashir, take it away, young sir. 
Oh, oh, it's on me now. Ho, 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 ho. Boy, how you guys doing? I'm Rob J of Inside the Mind of a Bird podcast. Um, you know, aka the Breakfast Food Bandit, aka the English dub enthusiast, aka Jason Mimosa, aka the Croc Hashira, and I am not throwing away my Crocs. AKA I took the wine. I love this nigga so much for that. Yo, Thank, man. You. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, so I appreciate everybody in here, everybody who pulled up. It's about to be a really good conversation. I genuinely enjoy doing this shit every episode, every other Friday. It's a whole lot of fun and I love talking to y'all niggas. So let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. And then of course, my other fellow co-host, the one and only <laughs> yes, playing in the fucking beginning, bro. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> If you know that shit, <laughs> can the motherfucking closer of the Chaotic Culture Podcast can't take it away. The floor is yours, young sir. Y'all know what time it is, man. Class is in session again. This is your boy, Ked the Pro from the Chaotic Culture Podcast, a.k.a. Chaotic Ked, Ked the Closer, the Calculator Millennial, a.k.a. the Cutlass Diamond, a.k.a. don't be pushing on my buttons in my Cutlass unless you cutting, a.k.a. your favorite toxic adjacent king. Uh, Y'all already know I'm coming from VA. That is where I stay currently in Newport News. Uh, But the 843 is me born and raised in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, Shout out to the home team. Shout out to all South and North Carolina represent. Um, Yeah, I'm here once again. We are here to give y'all y'all a lesson for the day and to have a damn good time. Everybody here is pulling up. I got to work tomorrow, so I'm going to be only drinking this angry orchard and... Smart. Smart move, nigga. Smart move. (laughs) But definitely, yo, like, this is... Well, oh, shit. Wait, 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 wait. I got all my sounds together this time. Officially, class is now in session. If y'all got your glasses up, y'all got shit, got, you know, shots or glasses or smokes Mm -hmm. or bongs or whatever, class is officially in session. We about to have a good-ass time. (laughs) So There's the bell Let's start with the craziest Anime week I believe In the last two years Um, I'm gonna ask y'all first Standouts Um, hmm. Fall fall kicked off crazy So choose wisely Yeah 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 Uh, Let me see I'm gonna go with two Um this current week, uh, I haven't seen any episodes because I'm waiting until tomorrow so I can, you feel me, just watch, just watch all, um, all of them and just in a one sitting. Excuse my stutter. Uh, my, good, my my two standouts are gonna be Blue Lock and fucking Chainsaw Man, bro. Preach it. Oh my Preach god, it. that episode Preach of Blue it. Lock was crazy. Fam, like them, I like, bro. Them eyes are creepy as fuck, bro. I was like, what the, <laughs> you know what I mean? God damn. But yo, that shit was clean. Like, bro, everybody needs to be watching Blue Lock and of course Chainsaw Man, bro. It, oh my god, Chainsaw Man is amazing. I'm, I'm mostly excited for all of the anime onlys 
that, that that's watching Chainsaw Man. So they Facts. so bro, I want to see their reactions to all, like all of the craziness that's about to go on. Cause bro, that first episode it was amazing, bro. Oh my gosh, an amazing start to this crazy fall season. So yeah, for me, I'm gonna go Blue Lock and Chainsaw Man. Not bad picks, kid. I'm actually going to choose something different. Now, uh, I meant to text you this, bro, as soon as I finished watching it, because I finished watching it like 20 minutes ago, but I did watch Blue Lock. And yeah, um, I'm I, I'm not the biggest sports anime guy, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I got to watch this shit. Yeah, that um, shit good, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I'm, 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 I'm thoroughly intrigued. So, but I, as I said, I'm going to choose something different. So, um, Mob Psycho. Um, I'm so happy that it's back. Yes, sir. I enjoyed these uh, last two episodes. Um, no spoilers for the second one, but Mob, Mob is just hilarious. How he he is so nonchalant about this shit now. I'm like, fucking demon man. Um, and uh, of course, the return of Spy Family has been doing my heart well. So uh, mm, definitely, nice, definitely nice. shout out to that. Um. Nice. I I was gonna hold off on saying Bleach because I didn't know if anybody else wanted to point it out, but Bleach was a good start too. So I, I'm I thoroughly enjoyed this week of anime. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say Bleach too, but uh, I will not. Um, <laughs> only being because I kind of expressed some of that on uh, Hot Say Tuesdays with Analytical over there. Shout out to Brandon in the room. I see you, G. Um, and the rest of the gang in there. Um. Bleach started off great, really, really strong. Be honest with you, it started really, really strong. Animation was on point. Um, it was ve- the pacing was very, very well done for those who read the manga. I think they covered maybe three or four chapters uh, from the start, so we in for a ride. Um, also, I would say Mob Psycho One Hundred. I did mention on TikTok before that was the number one anime I was looking forward to this season, um, and it's not disappointed. And so far, my take is still running strong, which is, I do believe if they land this the correct way, um, we got to have that conversation about it versus Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a conversation, that, bro. It's, ju- sure. it's just a convo. I'm not mm-hmm. saying something is better yet, but yeah, we going to get there. We, 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 gonna, so what, we, got, we probably got 24 episodes. We got 22 left. We got a long time. Um... But my standout for the week, uh, for me personally, um, I'm going to say it is Blue Lock for sure. Um, and and the reason being is just because me being, um, I played soccer in high school, um, been an athlete my whole life, working out, shit like that. Uh, usually in team sports, it's about team. It's not about <laughs> yourself. It's yes, about team bro. shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Bad. Blue Lock literally flipped the entire concept. <laughs> On the head and said, "Hey, LeBron James, Cristiano Ronaldo, <laughs> Lionel Messi, you gonna be them niggas? Three hundred strikers went to one fucking place to this fucking mastermind nigga and said, join this goddamn shit.' Um, and niggas really did a great first episode playing tag your it with a soccer ball with a soccer ball is fucking." Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so there's that. I, I will say Blue Lock is a standout, but it is a tie. It is a tie with Chainsaw Man. 
And I'm only saying that because we are seeing something, I believe, and please quote me if I'm crazy or not, uh, Rob or Kid, but when is the last time we seen a manga do what Chainsaw has done to the culture before the anime was even announced? Bruh, I can't think of it right now. I literally can't. Like, the fucking Chainsaw Man fandom is insane. Like... <laughs> It's, it's out there. And, yeah. Um, it's a damn tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I remember we said a couple weeks ago that, you know, I was, actually no, two episodes ago, we did the fall preview. And um, we said that Chainsaw Man had that Demon Slayer-esque quality, uh, or at least the, the takeover of the popularity in a sense. Mm-hmm. I really believe, because <laughs> my whole timeline was all uh, Maki Supremacy the day of. Uh, cosplay wise, shout out to all the cosplayers in the room. I see you, Kels. Um, and and also shout out to our own Simone. Wait a minute, Simone fucking Crunchyroll goddamn feature. Ooh, yeah, big shout out to Simone. That's a that was fact. dope. That was super dope. Congrats to Simone for that. Um, but Chainsaw Man doing what it's doing before it came out, and now that it's out, mm-hmm. it has not disappointed. So it is a tie between Blue Lock and Chainsaw Man. Um, I am a bleach nigga, so I'm going to always ride with that. But these are the two standouts for this week for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, reincarnated, um, as, reincarnated as a sword is another one too. So that's that's that too. Yo, I'm I'm not gonna lie. It it just seems goofy as hell. I was like, bro, I'm not finna waste my time watching a fucking sword. I'm <laughs> come on, bro. I'm not finna watch this shit. I'm but like I'm curious. I'm curious this, about this. It's good but, though. Yeah, I'm I'm very curious. I haven't um uh, watched it yet, but it is on my queue. That and um I believe it's called the uh, Eminence of Shadows is also on my Ooh, queue as well. That mm-hmm. shit is fire. That shit is fire. You, yeah, or, I, I take it Rob is watching some. Eminence of Shadow is is fire, bro. That that fucking first episode was dope. I still gotta watch the. Uh, we got some the, clap of hands. Huey saying a hundred. I gotta watch Pretty that. Man saying a hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna watch the that uh that second episode tomorrow. But bro, it got off to a really really great start. It went level. I did not see that shit happen at all. But yeah, man, that's that's a, that's a really dope one. Mm. Yeah, um, I, go ahead, Claire, my bad. Yeah, I was just gonna say I'm also uh just looking forward to what episode three of The Witch from Mercury has to offer. I was about to say that. Gundam, yeah, that's that nice. definitely was a good setup. So yes. nice, nice, nice. That was that was really good. Uh Gundam was my honorable mention. So um if you don't know about Gundam right now, uh for those of us obviously who are black in the room or like indigenous in the room or black and brown people, all I'm gonna say is we are represented very well. Mm-hmm. For the first time ever, and it's a woman protagonist. Uh, the the setup is great. If you haven't watched the prologue, the prologue is out, um, and also the first two episodes are out as well. So there's that. Um, but uh, I also um, I also ahead, I want to give a shout out to my uh, my hero as well, bro. It's, yes, it's facts. Really yeah. This fucking war arc is gonna be crazy, and these these first two episodes have not disappointed at all. Mirko went yeah. fucking insane in that last episode. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see this art. You know what I'm saying? I'm I know the um fifth season, you know, folks were like, eh, this shit is mid, this shit is trash or whatever. I don't know, but listen, this arc right here, this shit here, nigga, this shit here, 
Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's good, about bro. to pick up, bro. Yeah, I, I um, wait. I can't wait. To, to piggyback off of you, Rob J, I will say yeah, these first couple episodes actually did not disappoint from both an animation standpoint and a storytelling standpoint. It seems that it, the the pacing is going yep. to be really good mm-hmm. this season, and I hope that they get it right. You know, so far from two episodes, I'm like, okay, they're they're doing this arc justice so far. So let's see where this goes. Yo, I can't wait to watch this new episode tomorrow. That should be out at six in the morning, Eastern. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I'm yeah. going to be definitely binging everything tomorrow uh, for sure. Um, Samesies. See. Uh, but yeah, so uh, just to get into the syllabus real quick, we want to just let y'all know what the hell we've been watching and what we've been on. Um, but quick syllabus update. So just so folks, everybody know what we're about to talk about tonight. Uh, the first part was talking about, you know, catching up on anime week and it's been nuts. Um, but first part of the conversation is going to be tonight is um, the Cartoon Network ending per se, question mark, exclamation point. Uh we kind of want to give the news and on top of that, give y'all some facts and also some of the lies that's been spread around because people jump to the gun too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll go ahead and get y'all some of that for sure um, today. Um, <laughs> shout out to Rob putting this shit up here. Thank you, Cartoon Network, for this. Um, yeah. Second part of the syllabus, uh, this is where we really get spicy and y'all might want to share the room for this portion when we get to it. Uh, we're going to talk about tonight uh, the relation between black culture in anime culture, the rise and also the transcending of it all. Mm. Um, so we're going from pretty much the beginning to where we are now and where the hell we may be going. Um, and of course, open discussion at the end of the of the night as well, as always, for the rest of the students. Um, but since Rob already put this up up top, I'm going to go ahead and pass it if need be. Um, and we're going to get right into Cartoon Network. Shout out to Atlanta, Georgia, where the studios are actually here for real. Um, so the studios are not dead. <laughs> it's not really yeah. <laughs> quote unquote, going nowhere, y'all. We now technically mm-hmm. the Cartoon Network that we know or used to know with the new IPs. IP stands for um, intentional production, or I think it's another word as well. But it's like just new programming. Um, Mm -hmm. and some of those things are done because of the merger, uh, for those who didn't know, Warner Brothers Uh, Entertainment slash Discovery, um, which is why we call it the Zazzlap Files today. Mm -hmm. And also, if you look at Kid's, uh, profile, it says (laughs) anti-WBD account. (laughs) Kid does not fuck with that man. Uh, Nope, not at all. At all. And I will let him get his shit off for sure, because he has some choice words today. But, um... The truth is, Cartoon Network, as the studio per se, mm-hmm. um, Warner Brothers unfortunately did lay off 142 people this week. Crazy, crazy. Um, yeah. So definitely nothing but prayers and good, you know, vibrations to those individuals. Facts. Um, be on the lookout for a lot of them folks because mm-hmm. you're going to see a lot of new, con- a lot of new projects and shit pop up from great talent and great animators. Unfortunately, one of those 142 was somebody that I knew personally from back then. Damn, home. for real? Yeah. Um, shout out to, so to my guy, Trevor. Um, he, but he's, he already got some shit lined up. He was one of the animators for, uh, he did some work on Aquacine Hunger Force and also on, um, back in the day, Robot Chicken. And now he was doing some stuff for, uh, what was that? regular show and 
Nice. I think it was uh, not Steven Universe, but something else. It's one of the other shows. I can't think of top of my head. Craig of the Creek, um, maybe. Um, yes, he worked on that too for a little minute. Uh, oh, so okay. he's one. He's one of the animators for Cartoon Network, but now he's going to probably take his talent somewhere else. He also That's is so now true. LeBron James. So <laughs> there's that. But yeah, as we read the tweet, I am fact, you know what? I'm gonna pass it off to my co-host. So I'm drinking. So if I start talking too much, y'all niggas stop me. <laughs> you good, bro? You good, you hey, good man? Kid, bro, please take it away, kid. I, I'm. I want to hear your thoughts on this, bro. Well, first, let me go ahead and uh, and pull up the article. So, uh, obviously, this says Warner Brothers Discovery says reports of the demise of Cartoon Network Studios are inaccurate following recent layoffs and mergers affecting the brand. On Wednesday, Warner Brothers Group confirmed that it had let go of, at the time of this article, 82 staffers across animation, scripted, and unscripted divisions, leaving 43 of those unfilled positions vacant. So pretty much 43 positions are going to be eliminated regardless. Uh, a memo was sent out by Warner Brothers Discovery Chairman Channing Dunning detailing the company's decision, a decision that had been expected. Additionally, the development and production of teams of Warner Brothers Animation and Cartoon Network Studios will combine under one division, while Hanna-Barbera Hanna Studios Europe maintains a separate team, further fueling speculation about Cartoon Network's future. According to a report from Polygon, however, the consolidation of Warner Brothers Anime and Cartoon Network Studios will not affect output or show development, with one Warner Brothers representative confirming that Cartoon Network Studios is still working on multiple projects. Said mm. projects include original animation program for Cartoon Network Adult Swim and HBO Max. There is no confirmation regarding how the merged division will set its priorities, though the report states that will depend on viewer preferences of what Warner Brothers Discovery deems profitable. In the mm. meantime, Cartoon Network Studios and Warner Brothers Discovery will remain distinct individual brands despite the newly formed division. Uh, basically, to keep it all in a nutshell, what Warner Brothers is saying is that they're all under one division now, but they're still going to be two distinct studios quote-unquote so i guess they have uh warner animation just uh, in charge of the entire thing now yeah. um at the same time it still means that based on what we know uh and how wb uh animation used to operate uh we knew that uh, a few of those shows used to get reboot after reboot after reboot after reboot so you would see multiple characters get multiple rebooted shows that same thing may apply to cartoon network as well i'm not saying that is 100 true Damn. but if that's the case you're gonna get probably another rebooted show of Powerpuff Girls, probably another rebooted show of Teen Titans somewhere down the line, and so on and so forth. Which means that original IPs, as far as we know, it's 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 up in the air. Damn. Which it's kind of crazy considering that we've known Cartoon Network and for the last uh, almost 20 years has been very faithful in producing new content and new shows with and new mm -hmm. IPs. It's yeah. it's almost been like clockwork to see uh, a show maybe good for three or four seasons unless you're Ed, Ed and Eddie and you go for five um, and then mm. they move on to the next show. But now with the talks of it being under one division, there may be some voices in that division who will decide that Cartoon Network may get a few more reboots, just like the Powerpuff Girls reboot that we already have seen. So mm -hmm. with that in mind, Judging from that article and also judging from the fact that they pulled a lot of shows from HBO Max, including some that had uh, original IPs, I, Talk all, about I say it, all of that to say is that this shit right now 
it for me it ain't looking too hot. I could be wrong, but right now I don't fuck with Dave, David Sass laugh. And fuck Sass I don't laugh, fuck. Bro. I do not off, fuck bro. with the direction. Do not fuck with the direction that he's taking uh Warner Brothers Discovery so far. Um it seems like he is determined to cut three billion wherever he can. And unfortunately, that means that animation is going to suffer as well if it has not suffered already. And we've seen that animation can be profitable, whether it is regular Russianized cartoons or Japanese anime or wherever your preference. We've seen the mm-hmm. animation for these last few years, especially during the pandemic, has been profitable. But but with this guy in charge of the company now, and I still don't know how they let that merger go through, but yeah. still... We, we're we're kind of left up in the air. Um, Cartoon Network says it ain't going nowhere. We just don't know what kind of content they're about to produce for the next exactly. few years. <laughs> yeah. That's that's really the big question. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you about to do? Um, I asked this question uh, earlier on the timeline this week. I said, so what exactly does that mean for Adult Swim? So are we still getting Toonami? You know, we want to be sure that at least those things are don't get touched or rather if they do, that the the type of content that they've been producing does not decrease in quality. So I'm 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 really concerned about the direction of Toonami more so than anything, because y'all remember Toonami died back in 2008 before it came back a few years later. Yeah. And and granted, while a lot of us have streaming platforms, there are people who still watch cable that will tune in late night to watch Toonami. So every single Saturday, bro. Shout out to the English dub enthusiasts. Plural. And on top of that, you know, I, I am a big fan of Tom. So I'm like, even if I don't watch all the time, I'm still going to go online and find uh, the different, um, what, what, what do they call those? Total the, immersion the events. Yeah, yeah, the TIE. And all the monologues and whatnot. I'm interested to see. I follow Tom like it's a damn... Like it's a damn cartoon itself. So I'm like, I want to see his journey. I want to see what new upgrades he gets or what new ships he's about to be on and and things like that. So I, that's just me personally. This is how I feel. Y'all already know how I felt about uh, WBD in a uh, prior episode. So now you're just getting here more of my gripes <laughs> with this fucking company. And bro, here's the craziest thing. This probably not going to be the fucking end of it. There's probably going to be more oh bullshit to come. Like, bro. WBD has been bullshitting like for like the past what two months a month yeah, like mm-hmm, two months yeah. and granted here's the thing I haven't really cared about about uh, Cartoon Network since like 2010 maybe I, I stopped watching it but mm. I mean it still it sucks man like for the people who like still indulge in that content and still watch it like I mean it's still it's still you know gonna be there but with this merger with Warner Brothers animation eh, like it could be a little sketchy you know what I'm saying so I don't know what's gonna happen like I said I don't really care about uh, uh, Cartoon Network now but like of course you know we all fucking you know watch Cartoon Network growing up and shit like that so it's it kind of sucks but it is what it is that's true um, it is what it is. Uh, also, welcome, uh, Warren what up, to Tony? the motherfucking bed. What's good, G? Yo, what's good? What's good, John? Yeah, yeah, I'm chilling. 
Wait, I'm lying like shit, bro. I mean, I know okay, bro. Like, bro. you wouldn't be talking to us right now if that happened. My heart, bro. Jesus Christ. Um, what I will say about Cartoon Network for sure, um, because me being a parent and stuff like that, my my daughter loves like Steven Universe and um she also looks at like a lot of like the old school like uh Hanna Barber shit. So like the Jetsons and stuff like that. Because oh yeah. People forget about like Cartoon Network. They also have um Boomerang. Boomerang. Mm-hmm. Um and with Boomerang, like I it, it was a tell me if I'm crazy or not, because I don't want to make it sound like I'm super old, but Boomerang was a way to connect what was my childhood to my my offspring. It was a way to connect to them. Like, hey, these are the type of cartoons that I was watching. Um, mm-hmm. So it kind of it kind of hurts for sure that for me, um, I'm scared for Boomerang. Like, I'm also with Kea with a dog swim and tsunami and all of that. But man, I'm I'm terrified for. A dog swim is gonna that that's really gonna suck because a dog swim is literally between them having a dog swim was the reason why tsunami came back for those who don't know and tsunami mm-hmm. has now been showing um, new episodes of My Hero Academia new episodes of Mob Psycho 100 uh, in dub they are the ones that, that premiere mm-hmm. these things on actual you know national syndicated television yes bro um, and people still tune in for that so. My biggest concern is not just Adult Swim because of those things and, and make sure anime still gets, you know, the broadcast that it deserves because there's still another audience that we don't think about, which is the younger kids coming up, um, which we'll get into about the anime culture and black culture thing. But um, my biggest concern is Boomerang because like now my child loves fucking Bugs Bunny. She, she, she fucks with the Jetsons and the Flintstones and stuff like that. So now I'm just looking like, damn, bro, like, I hope they don't kill Boomerang, like, cause that's a premium channel. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, m- niggas have to pay for that shit. So yeah. it's 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 not the and also because of this merger, I don't know if anybody, I don't know if you mentioned this, Kev, but they took a lot of Cartoon Network programming off of Hulu. I, I noticed that they took it out out of HBO Max, but I did not notice that they took it out of Hulu. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they took it off of Hulu too. So like a lot of the. I know, like Rick and Morty is still there, but Steven Universe regular show. Um, I can't think of the other ones. Uh, it was like some of the old, like what was the Satan dog shit from On Dog Swim? The 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 uh, the fucking Mr. dog Pickles. that was Mr. Yes. Pickles. What's up, uh, man? Um, what's up? Yeah, Mr. Pickles. They took that shit off too. That was a guilty pleasure when I was under libations. Um, but yeah, so I knew I'm, he was a sick nigga. No, nah, it would no, <laughs> no, but um, but yeah, so like it's just one of those things, and I'm kind of terrified for that. Fuck Zazlav, honestly, yeah, like, yeah. like you're a dick, bro, and I want you to know that shit from the bottom of my heart, and just know that, like, hey, Jaylee Trey, do not fuck with you. <laughs> I just don't. Nigga, you fire my dick too, bro. So difficult. That's what I'm trying to figure Nah, we've been talking about this nigga for the past how many days, and I still don't know how properly pronounce it, bro. Zaz, now I'm about to say something. Zaz, 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 Zaz,
And hey. hey. Hello. Second of all, <laughs> don't hello me like that. Oh. Hello. <laughs> hello. Is we into it? I've done nothing wrong. I just said hello. Oh, it's how you said it. Like, you don't fuck with me. That's all right. <laughs> anyway. This is no, I'm starting beef today. Let's go. You've been doing, you know what? Hold on. Rob, you need to you need to make it your business to watch Craig of the Creek. That's a good one. Make it your business to watch Craig of the Creek. Craig of the Creek is, is good. It is literally the blackest shit ever yep. in cartoon form for kids. Like, literally, um, like, the mama ghetto, the daddy ghetto, both of the, <laughs> the HBCUs. Not ghetto. They, they go to HBCUs. They, 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 they ghetto as fuck, bro. Yeah. Both of the mm-hmm. went to HBCUs. Uh, they ghetto and they from the north. They ghetto. <laughs> Damn. They ghetto. Shout but out to me. It is absolutely. It's very wholesome. It's very sweet because it takes you back to your. Well, I don't know if you played outside, but my age Ooh. group, we played outside and had to be out. Oh yeah, for sure. Life. Don't let her talk to you like that. That's crazy. So make it, Tony. <laughs> I'm gonna get you in one second. One second. Oh no! Please, not today. Yo. Show them how it's so peaceful. <laughs> make it your business to watch Craig of the Creek. It is really good. Uh, I'm about to check good. it out. I'm about to check you, it out. I because I heard you say you don't really care for cartoons. I don't. Yeah, like no, and no, I so, get that because yeah. a lot of. I mean, I still watch Cartoon Network, so I've seen some of the new. Shout out to Adventure Time and Over the Garden Wall as well. Sorry. Um, yeah, I don't but, care for none of that shit, bro. <laughs> Adventure Time, Jesus. Well, they the, don't show the regular show. All the shows. They don't show I don't. Yeah, uh, Chowder. I don't. I'm like, wait, you don't fuck with Chowder or regular? Oh, show? hold on now, bro. This all nigga that, hasn't watched Cartoon like, Network since I haven't. None of that is I haven't. Sean yeah, mm-hmm. bro. Do yourself Rick and Morty. Well, you don't fuck with Rick and Morty either. I know. Dang, I was gonna ask y'all a question about Rick and Morty too. Well. All I know, just watch like <laughs> Craig of the Creek. I don't care about bet, bet, I bet. watch that, but you can. Craig of the Creek is the shit that I'm focused on. Okay, nice, that's all nice. I'm okay. I'm finna so. go eat. <laughs> Bye, <Nay. laughs> That shit funny as hell. She can stay. She can stay. I'm that's not going to. Oh, y'all want me to leave? Then all right. No, oh, no, 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 no. I thought you was leaving. No, no. The space. So, so, nah, so just, just so y'all know, like, if Absolutely. you do decide to come up on stage, like, you do know that y'all gotta fill in with this anime culture, black culture context after the teachers speak. I just want y'all to know that because nope. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't get yeah. that memo. I didn't well, get that memo it. in the. I didn't get that memo in the teacher's email. Mm, we don't send those out yet. Was it in the syllabus? <laughs> yeah, it's in the, it's, it's in the syllabus oh, for sure. Um, college days, they don't read the syllabus, man. Uh, <laughs> these okay. niggas didn't read the syllabus, man. That's crazy. Welcome <laughs> to uh, welcome to uh, Melodic um, from Geek World Podcast, and also what's up, Akashi Kales? Hey, um, famous Kales in the building. Real, real what's quick, with y'all? before yeah. Melodic goes, what's up, what's up? Kales got her hand up. Go ahead, Kales. Now, who the hell said they don't fuck with Rick and Morty? I got an issue. Uh-oh. Real nigga shit. Who said that? Kills, come over here, well, baby. Hey, I'm gonna double down with you, bro. Let him go. Who's saying? Go. Go, I'm not interested in nigga that keeps throwing up on them. So. You're not about to sit here and disrespect okay. one of the greatest scientific shows of all time right now. Yeah. You are not about to do that. Oh my god, it's like four oh, people that hate Rick and Morty. It's crazy. I, I love Rick and Morty, by the way. 
I was about to say, I, I definitely care. fuck with Rick and Morton. Uh, Rob, you on your own on that one, bro. Hey, that's nah, funny, nigga. Bro. You, I got you, <laughs> I tr- Rob. I got you, Rob. I try to watch. I'm like, bro, this is not for me at all, man. Oh this is God. not moving me in okay. no type of it's way. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's no, okay, it's not bro. okay. It is okay. Kills, please. That nigga grown. That nigga grown as hell, throwing up on himself. I'm. Okay. Here we go. He's an alcohol. Okay. He's all not go to the club. Get too drunk sometimes. No. And no, I ain't Absolutely never done that. Not. No. On no. my, myself, no, no. baby. No, not on. Oh, damn! Whoa. He had a hard life. Okay, I need y'all to understand. This man had a hard life. He literally watched. Hey, his like I'm his black. wife die in front of him. Like <laughs> this nigga said, "Come on I'm now, black. come on now." And then his like his daughter married the worst man in the world, and now he got to live with uh, that nigga. Just like <clears throat> not he okay. That's it. He's he just like. Well, how do I say this properly? He he just a bitch. That's it. Damn. Yeah, uh, yeah, he a whole yeah. sub, bro. He a sub to his wife. That's a fact. He definitely a sub to his wife. But like I said, Rick goes through so much. That's why he tries to be a good grandfather. He really tries. But he has just so been... Kales, do you know how stressful it is? But he's is not that good of a grandfather. Though? I was about to say, Kales. Yo, you I'm going to let y'all know, bro. He is not a good grandfather. I mean, say Rick ain't really a good person for real. For real. He's not like he tries. The bar is fucking hell, nigga. That nigga, that nigga has attempted to kill more than several different times. Class is Class is definitely got out of control. This class is definitely got out of control. Jesus, that nigga is a terrible grandfather. Hey man, Rick and Morty is, is, is honestly for real. Okay, he has I made a teacher. I understand. This is true. Your point. I get it. <laughs> You're trying to paint the narrative that uh, Rick is really just this genius man. He's trying to make a better life. I get that. But if we're being honest, Rick is a piece of that shit. That nigga is a terrorist. Yeah, he's yeah, a terrorist. He's 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 like Baby. his life went downhill like hard. Okay, Yo, like my whose fault was it? Was it was a raging alcoholic he, he never he made none of the grandkids fit nothing in their butt. Not one time. Yeah. He caused a lot of that issues, okay? He is horrible when it comes to uh Morty. He treats him like the scum of the fucking earth. This nigga literally tells him every episode he can replace replace him. That's that's not good, grandfather, baby. So, hey, yo, come, Tony, your yeah. grandfather ever asked me, you to put seeds in your butt? <laughs> Never come a day in my life. Oh my me neither. That is my, my grandfather was a good man. Y'all not gonna sit here and act like he didn't do like good things every so often. But he fucked. He was the cause Barely. of the problems. He killed his. He killed him and then he tried to replace him into a different alternate reality and right. grab a different what? one. What? Also, also I welcome a uh, pretty man to the uh, to the front of the classroom. If What's he up, really, really if I think wanted about to be it. a piece of shit, though, if he really, really wanted to be a piece of shit, he would just let him be dead and not say nothing. He but did. he tried. What he tried to like. We talking about the same nigga that so essentially killed off his family. Are we arguing Rick and Morty? Kel, did yes. you forget in like season two where they both died and Rick? Did you forget that? Rick. Oh yeah, when they Rick. had to bury themselves. Rick. Right. I'm about to play the song, bro. You know what? Rick. I did forget that. You know, oh, right. but 
All right, y'all, hold on. Again, Go ahead, come, sit, come sit beside me, Kels. It's all right. Come Rick, sit beside Rick, me, baby. Rick, but not, okay, Kale. fine. He's a bad grandfather, but y'all not going to disrespect that show. That is a no, 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 no. I think, I think when it comes down to Rick and Morty, I think we have to, just like a lot of these shows that come out, like on Cartoon Network or any other studio, but we're going to speak on Cartoon Network, um, you have to give it what the flowers it deserves. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yes. Rick and Morty is one of those shows, I put in the same, like, I don't want to say legendary because that's kind of super premature, but I will say that it's in like that same Steven Universe or regular show or Adventure Time. Like it, it was one of the shows that revitalized Cartoon Network for sure. Like because that shit was dying like a motherfucker and Nickelodeon was taking over until they came out with those things. And um, I give Rick and Morty a lot of credit for saving uh, the studio. Um, and Cartoon Network does too. Six motherfucking seasons. Damn it. That's a, that's a track. That, that, that's, that's spin, spin. 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 Big spin. Um, yep. yeah. Go ahead, Rob. But no, wait, no, no, real quick. I'm so sorry. You good? We all agree that Jerry's a bitch, though. Facts. Okay. All right. Oh yes. Absolutely. Make it short. Yeah. Just make it short. No, yeah. not too much on Jerry. He a bitch. Oh my like, god. He's been, he been through a lot, man. <laughs> Jerry's oh, a cuckold. I'm just gonna say that he's a whole cuck. Y'all yeah, niggas is hilarious. They killing this nigga. Oh, they sick to the highest power. And a leech. Do that mean that you can't be treated good, bro? Do that mean that I gotta treat you like a piece of shit? Come on now. Anyways, I mean, he had a whole so alien. Not, he had an alien baddie that tried to kill his grandchildren. No, I'm not. I'm not blaming. I'm blaming that nigga also fucked the planet. Wait, excuse me. What? Yeah, he did. It, you gotta watch it. It's hard to explain. You have See, to. This watch the shit it. I'm talking about, bro. I'm talking about, bro. This is what I be talking about. The fuck is this shit doing? That's it, funny. Here's the thing. So there is an episode where it kind of opens up, and everybody is like drunk. The world opened up. Yeah, so basically, we oh wake up with someone. I know this episode. And they basically, you know the episode I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And they basically was like, you know, how was last night? Reminiscing and everything. Basically, Rick ended up fucking the world, but the world was broken up into like individual people. It's, again, you have to watch the episode. The episode was fucking hilarious at the same time. Uh... This is crazy. Jesus Christ, bro. That was crazy. Don't watch it. You know what? But I will say, they did have a moment where they messed up real bad with that dragon episode. That was nasty. Oh, God. When it was like, it was like, or something. Like, that was, that was horrible. They could have left that in the drafts. That's wild. Um, Also, welcome to Mr. Pan on stage. Uh, at the end of the day, um, I think it's a common consensus that um, I'm glad Cartoon Network actually put that tweet up. Like, we have to just, like, kind of chill out. Um, and I'm only saying that because, like, <sighs> shout out to Draymond Green. Uh, new media, y'all niggas be wildin', bro. <laughs> y'all niggas be wildin', bro. Um, That's really why I came up here, Johnny, just so I could say one thing. Yo, cancel Toonami, man. Stop that. Stop that right now. Cancel Tsunami for the kids, bro. Brandon, bro, what? It's the kids, bro. I want you to hear me and hear me clearly. Fuck the kids. 
They don't. They <laughs> wow. No, because they didn't respect it. That's why I got canceled the first time because it wasn't moving no fucking units. And you know how I feel about shit that don't move units. That's true. It's That's time true. for it to go. Mm. And when you let something that was as great as tsunami keep going way past its prime and into obsoleteness, because everybody know where you get anime and manga from. And now you either get it from Crunchyroll or you steal it. Like I'm like <laughs> you watch tsunami out of novelty and like some type of like. Reminiscing <laughs> on the past, you're not standing. Yeah, actually checking and tuning. Uh, like Cancel that shit. Give it the axe so that you can put that budget towards some cool new cartoons, so that you could license those out to your Netflix and whoever the fuck else gonna pay that bag, and we can make some money around here so all these animators stop getting fired. I love that. Nostalgia point, but, but but I I was gonna say that too, right? So I was just saying because of. I guess like, all right, well, the children, right? Because like, I, I work with some younger folks, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying they're like 13, but... They need to like, learn how to feel, man. No, Come no, no. On. Okay, okay. Jokes aside, like, for real. I'm being honest right now. Like, the thing is, is that, like, cable television is might be a lot of people's only way of seeing things. And we have to take that into consideration. And I'm only saying that is because... Whether you're 18 or 15, 14, 13, yes, you do have the internet. You may have a laptop for some folks, but we do live in a time where cable television might be the only way for folks to see shit. Granted, I know Crunchyroll is out there. Granted, I know Crunchyroll Funimation to merge. Granted, I know Hulu is out here with fucking Disney shit and got Bleach now and also Chainsaw Man and whatever else. But at the same time, this is their only way of seeing shit as we speak because Toonami still plays some of the old school things. Yu Hakusho is still running today. Um, on top of that, Inu Hasha is still running today. Boku Tachi Wa for like a lot of y'all is y'all shit. And so it's the kids shit too. And I'm being honest. So it's like, we have to, I understand the sentiment of also using the, um, the budget for other things. But on top of that as well, like nostalgia is the key. Niggas are living the 90s right now. From clothing to TV to fashion to entertainment to whatever, we're in it, and it's like the old shit's gonna sell, bro. Like I, it's it's just it's unfortunate. I see hands and shit. Go ahead, kid. Um, just to also agree to your point, man. Um, whereas cable TV might be the only medium for some households, uh, it's also as you said before, Toonami is still one of those places where people can get dubbed anime or premieres of dubbed anime in real time so in certain aspects where it might not be simulcast or they may not have access to Crunchyroll or Funimation um, people still use Toonami as their um, their medium to watch dubbed uh, yeah, for to watch dubbed anime because yeah. a lot of people are not going to watch subs unfortunately and we can I don't want to sure. get into the debate of, of dub versus sub but there are still some people who are willing to wait for the dubs and that's what Toonami is is for now so uh, to your point yeah I guess you know it's nostalgia and, and, and in some cases it runs past its its time but I also think that back in the, the days like in the last year of Toonami from 07 to 08 that a lot of mistakes were made as far as the actual programming on the show itself and that's why uh, when Adult Swim picked it back up they were able to kind of bring it back to what it was supposed to be um, in the sense of making sure that you got those new anime not 
uh, and bringing it to you hardcore, raw, and uncut because they were playing anime on Saturday nights anyway. So it was just mm-hmm. like, why not just incorporate Toonami into that? So it, 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 it made logistical it, sense. Yeah, yes, percent agree. So, um, but that's that was just my point on that. Go ahead, mm-hmm. Mr. Panda. Uh, well, uh, quick backstory. Um, I have a hobby these days to go on YouTube channels and see why some Cartoon Network shows ended up failing. Uh-huh. Um, going back into Brandon's point, I agree. Fuck the kids because they won't be able to appreciate the old one. They won't be able to appreciate the old cartoons like we do. Like, if I'm being honest, why do y'all assume that nowadays? Do you have the proof that it's not being done? But before I get back on yeah, that, I'll let you finish. Um, yeah, <laughs> but before I get on that, so right now, like all the kids, I'll say the ninety kids, maybe some eighty kids, and so so maybe some two thousand kids. Um, pretty much the cartoons that we've seen during that time period that will appeal to us more so now than it will the you know the new age gen whatever you want to call it now it's like they don't get like they don't understand what tsunami means for us nor will they really get it and then looking into like cartoon network what they got going on behind the scenes is like they have had actually some struggles in trying to pull in the new gen for like new shows and shit because like the old shit was able to get us like boom it was able to get us like fucking candy for a kid but now they're having trouble because they don't know what the hell actually appeals. The old shit doesn't appeal to as much as you would think it does. Nostalgia isn't as good as it was before. So mm. pretty much for that, for that point, I'll say, um, well, I'll make a blunt point. Still fuck kids, and then they got to get with a tsunami. They got to do something else. Um, as long as Cartoon Network, you know, I don't believe as a organization they're going to die in general. Like, they're still going to thrive, but they need to find some new inspiration to, like, get some actual new shows out of here. Like, some notable ones that we can just, like, pull out of our ass and be like, yeah, we remember this shit. This was, this shit was a hit. This shit was a hit. Um, the new kids can't appreciate that. They need something for their gen, their type of gen, because uh, we can't rely on nostalgia all the time. Great point. Great point. Real, real quick. Go ahead, Tommy. I'm just saying, why do y'all think that, like, the new kids not going to, like, appreciate older shit? Because... If that's the case, nigga, I should not give a fuck about Tom and Jerry, but I love that shit because I grew up watching it. It's called being cultured and raising the children right. That's why. I'm just saying, like, we have we. I grew up on shit like Boomerang. I like you can you can be taught these things to like appreciate all the like different old meanings. You can watch cable. The last time you was browsing the cable selection and thought you would figure out what's on regular TV. Well, hold on, because don't do that. Well, in general, I don't watch. I don't watch cable. That's the point. In general, I watch Tommy though. I'm just saying this hey, as a nigga who doesn't really watch TV that much. Not not too much on the old. We the same age. We old. Yes, old ass niggas. Now let me speak. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, you as as a kid who used to be like watch like cable TV because I didn't really have other shit to watch. It's like you, yeah, you may have YouTube and shit like that, but sometimes you just watch cable TV. You just have that shit on, and like you could scroll through the channels. I used to watch Boomerang and all that shit. Like, used to watch the Jetsons. Or used to watch uh fucking the Flintstones. All that other mm-hmm, activity. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't know if I didn't get the opportunity to actually watch this shit. 
So it's like, I I don't understand why we wouldn't have, like, younger kids wouldn't appreciate it. Because, like, we have young kids right now watching, like, older shit, like watching Code Geass, watching True. Trigun, Cowboys. Yu Yu Hakusho. Exactly. And they all fuck with it. So I don't understand why they wouldn't appreciate the older shit now. You have to introduce it to them, and and I think that's what is, is going to keep this going. As long as we do our part and introduce these things to the younger generation, they're going to be invested. They may not have the same appreciation as it did when we were kids when it came out, because it that was when it first debuted, obviously. But it, it you can't make that same argument because, or rather, to to Tony's point. You know, when I first got introduced to Voltron, that was a cartoon that came out when my brother was a kid. And the moment that he showed that to me, my mind you, I'm like four or five years old when Voltron first appeared on Toonami. And I instantly loved that shit. So it just goes back to the influences in your family or uh, and across the board. If you are introducing these things to these kids, they're going to have an appreciation for it. I mm-hmm. still love watching the old Looney Tunes. I still love watching Tom and Jerry because my grandparents introduced that to me. Uh, so it, it, to Tony's point, as long as we're doing our part to to culture these kids, they'll they'll they will have an appreciation for it and they will love it as much as we did. So long as we do our part and introduce it. Now, if you don't fuck with these kids, that's another story. But to if we do our part, it, it's it can work out. Uh, go ahead, uh, Kels, and then Brandon, and we gonna go ahead and move to the next one. Go ahead, Kels. Real quick, just because somebody said this, who said fuck them kids? Three people. All right. So if you can sit here and you can say fuck them kids repeatedly, you can't talk shit about Rick. Because that's basically all he says, and that's what his actions are. Nigga. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga. Please. Like, fuck them kids. <laughs> You do be doing that. I'm so serious, but if y'all sit here saying repeatedly, fuck them kids, how many times a day do you say fuck them kids? How many times a week do you say fuck them kids? And you gonna sit here and talk shit about Rick Sanchez? He is the definition of fuck them kids, so you can't talk shit, okay? I feel that. I'm fucking dead. That's funny as hell. Go ahead, Brandon. Um... <laughs> Kells you wild for that That's a wild ass Bruh. <laughs> Yo 8 out of 10 callback on that one But also continuously fuck them kids And I'm not <laughs> and, and I'm not arguing the media Or the content Specifically that's on Toonami I'm never going to say that these are bad shows I'm arguing the medium in which they're being delivered Like we can't sit here And act like Cable ain't dead we can't act like the mall ain't a shitty place anymore. Like, we used to all love going to the mall. We used to all That's watch true. cable all the time because that was the readily available thing. But it's not anymore. I don't have to dictate when somebody else schedules my content that I want to consume. I can go I to any of these streaming sites and I can too. watch what I want to watch when I mm. want to watch it. I don't think the kids are just going to not watch Yu Yu Hakusho, but I can tell you for sure from the ratings that I Googled online, they not watching it on Toonami. They're not checking in for that. And the last time I looked at the way TV worked, you need viewership so that you can sell sponsors and ad revenue. And that's how niggas get paid around that joint. If ain't nobody watching and nobody is looking at these ads, how is niggas footing this bill? These are great fucking points, bro. And yeah, I, that is a point. That is a good point. I think before before we move on to the the big one for sure, um, 
How can I put this in the right way without sounding crazy as fuck? Tequila J is taking over. Okay, so um, what I think it is is that there's two different viewpoints. You have one viewpoint from like, I guess, like a more help the youth perspective. I'm not saying that y'all saying fuck the youth. I'm not saying that at all. But I think it's just like, you know, some of us that are parents or like, you know, uncles or, you know, aunties or whatever, we're like, hey, like kind of lead them the way and also have like the what Kev was saying too was uh, the responsibility of teaching them the, the right way. And what if Cartoon Network or Tsunami or Dog Swim is the only way that they have? Um, but then also there's the other side of it where I do actually see the points of, yo, like you can actually get rid of that shit and use the budget towards greater cartoons to make you didn't have to lay off 142 people including my boy you know what i'm saying you didn't have to do that mm. um you could have easily just been like hey does tsunami make the money does it does, is it worth the programming now granted yes this is the only way that some people do see english dubs right i do give it that credit but also like it's not like they can't see it on subscription services and we do live in a time where you can get YouTube TV and have Boomerang and also have that shit and it'll be on streaming, right? Mm -hmm. um, even uh, for those who do have Samsung TVs and some of y'all may actually relate to this, there's an anime TV network. Like, you can see all the shit you want um, on demand. Uh, so that's like, it comes on demand. If once you hook up the internet to your TV, to your smart TV, it comes like that. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, it's definitely there. But I do see both sides of the argument. Yeah, so, same here. You know, so I, I I think it's just come down. I think it's a 50 50 place. I don't know if it's like a really like a right or wrong answer to it. I think it's more so of like, it's really about, hey, like monetarily, how much money can we make more? It seems like that's what Zazlav is about anyway, right now. How much money can we actually make from this stuff? Um, mm -hmm. And where do we need to make cuts at? Now, is he making terrible fucking decisions? Horrible Absolutely. decisions. Absolutely <laughs> horrible. God um, damn. But, but at the same time, it's like, how can you... I don't want... Put it like this. I don't want that motherfucker to be hands-on with fucking Cartoon Network. Absolutely not. Yeah, uh, no. Leave that shit alone. Leave it to the same people that's been running Cartoon Network. Let them figure it out. Because they literally been keeping this motherfucker afloat for this long. Exactly, so, bro. Let them figure it out. And he's trying to just... do too much, bro. Like for no, like, come on, man. Absolutely. He's fucking up the whole brand. It, he is for sure. Um, Single handedly, it's crazy. And it's nasty work. <laughs> it's really nasty work. Um, thank y'all so much for that. Very great conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, y'all are more welcome to stay. We're not telling y'all to leave. Uh, but we get into like the real, real like heat of it all and like in some like some history lesson shit and really getting into it. So um the next subject or the subject of the night, pretty much the, the highlight uh on a syllabus, um, the relation of anime culture and black culture. Um great segue coming from Cartoon Network because a lot of us started on this shit. Phenomenal segue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of us Perfect. started. A lot of us started from Cartoon Network. Uh, if it wasn't for Cartoon Network, a lot of us wouldn't even know what the fuck this shit is. Um, so um, we're pretty much going to start from then. And like some of y'all may remember, some of y'all may not, depending on age. Um, and also just like relatability. But then we're going to fast forward into there. So I'm just going to take care of the first part. And I'm going to let Kid and Tony and Rob, um, not in that order, but we'll just 
so you know I'll go from there. So if we take it back to um we'll say I'ma just I'ma just start it. So I'm gonna start at this. For those who are hip hop fans, Wu Tang Clan. Um, Wu Tang Clan was very, very into martial arts. Um, that's where the word Wu Tang came from. Uh, big Bruce Lee fans, Drunken Master, um, you know, all of that type of stuff. And they focus a lot on the Shaolin monks. That's where they got that shit from. And um, that was kind of like, kind of low key some of the first parts of introduction into like the black culture, relating to Asian culture and also black culture as well. Uh, but then we start getting into you know, and Brandon can speak to this too as well. Uh, we started getting to like the bootleg of like anime. <clears throat> so like uh, niggas got fucking Ninja Scroll on the streets of New York, bootleg tapes. Uh, niggas end up getting Akira, bootleg tapes. Um, I remember my first time seeing Akira and Ninja Scroll was on the black box on HBO with my dad. Damn, for real, bro? Facts, yeah. <laughs> um, That's what's and, up. And, 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 and that, was, that was some of the beginning of kind of like where I seen personally uh, in 1995, that was like kind of like when I started seeing some of this shit kind of like take it. Um, and then in 97, fucking Tsunami blew my fucking mind. I'll be real with you. Um, Tenchi Muyo, Sailor Moon, Gundam Wing, Dragon Ball mm-hmm. Z. Or I'm going to mm-hmm. say Dragon Ball first. That They started with that first. Um, and then Yu Yu Hakusho. Those were the first like ones I seen for sure. Um, and I started to see like a lot of like my friends that are also black uh, be really, really into this stuff. So historically, if you look at it from that time period, Cartoon Network knew they had a demographic they were pushing to. Um, we fast forward to 2000. Uh, we see the blow up of Dragon Ball Z. Um, Cartoon Network was very, very uh, in tune with that. And they started Tsunami with Motar, for those who are Space Ghost fans. Um, mm-hmm, they started mm-hmm. with Motar. They also had the whack-ass uh, <laughs> swimming lesson bullshit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was happening, too, in the beginning. Um, but then it turned into Motar, then Borak, then it went to Tom. Tom, I think, introduced, I think, in 2002, maybe 2001. 2000. 2000, 2000 bro. Yeah. That's that's when we first got uh Tom one and that was the uh uh little bomber head um facts bomberman uh robot and shit. Facts. That's thank you for that kid. Uh so we so we started in two thousand, that's when Tom comes out and Dragon Ball Z definitely took over. Um there's also references of this on the um on a Netflix documentary about um Cartoon Network, so it's on there. Um but in a nutshell, Cartoon Network knew exactly what demographic they were sh- they were they were shooting for. Uh, they knew from the phone calls they had during the Halloween specials when they had people call in and win prizes, or the PO Box days for those who do remember. Um, you would send in shit through PO Box and get gifts back. They knew then from kids writing to them that Dragon Ball Z was something that they never seen before, and also kids would mention the fact that they were black. So they knew at that time that they had something to push. And I'm not saying that white people didn't watch Dragon Ball Z. I'm just saying speaking to us particularly. Um, So with that, um, before I pass it off, they knew the demographic they were pushing for, which is why Tom (laughs) was talking the way he was, the hip hop beats, 
the futuristic look. Yes, bro. All of that was incorporating to a particular audience, regardless of what people thought or not. Tsunami was an experiment, not something that was planned. And people don't know that. It was something that was a big ass fucking experiment, experimenting with content that the United States have not really looked at on national television before. Was anime already popular to an extent? Yes. But in this way, nobody's seen shit like this. So that's why they came with a whole block of television between 4 o'clock and 7 p.m., which was, or 4 and 6, I'm sorry, which was Sailor Moon, Gundam Wing, Dragon Ball Z, Tenshi Muyo, fucking Yu Yu Hakusho, Inuhasha, mm-hmm. those things. So they did that for a moment in time to see what the fuck popped. Every single day at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time through the week, Monday through Friday, Dragon Ball Z was the number one shit on television. It even broke records of World Wrestling Federation Monday Night Raw shit. That's mm. how that that's how much popular that it was. Um, so I just want to put that perspective first so people can understand like the relation between how Tsunami, aka Cartoon Network, was definitely trying to cater towards what they were getting in through the mail through PO box and also what the demographic was pushing for across black households, thanks to the US census, TV guy, things of that nature. So I pass off to either Kid or Rob and stuff like that. Or Tony, because Tony unmuted. <laughs> so either or. Well, um, you pretty much encompass a lot of what I was going to say. The only other thing that I wanted to add to that was to look at the um the influence of Saturday morning cartoons as well. Um just from my personal experience, when it wasn't tsunami. We were there were other things that we were watching. We were t- mm-hmm. you take into account Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Beyblade, TV, pretty much. Yeah, for for kids TV kids or kids WB, WB or yeah, Fox Kids. Uh, all, all of those things that were all of the kids anime that were incorporated in Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, um, oh my you God. can yes, you sir. can pretty much get a feel for what they were trying to do. So. I think that also really does play into how it relates to us because a lot of us, you know, sat there and would wake up at the crack of dawn waiting for these Saturday morning cartoons and shows to play, not knowing that some of these shows, (laughs) yeah, included um, Japanese animated shows that eventually we knew were we you know were anime when we got older but when you're kids you're just kind of like oh look you know it's it's pokemon and you we all know how big pokemon is um we see how big and subsequently i guess how small Yu-Gi-Oh got um mm-hmm. and then but when you talk about um those shows you have to incorporate. I think, you know, we have to take into account the effect of how Saturday morning cartoons had uh, affected us uh growing up. I agree. Absolutely, uh, bro. Go ahead, Rob. I'm going to say, ahead. yeah. Fighting Food Nons. Uh, what's the other one? Shaman King. Ultimate mm. Muscle. Mm-hmm. Bro, that shit was great. But Shout out to Hajime no Ipo. I seen that shit on ABC back in the day. Wait, really? Yeah. That, I don't know. Maybe programming was different across Damn. the country, but I seen yeah. Ipo first. Yeah, that was one of the first ones I seen. I definitely didn't see that on ABC. Damn, I must have missed that shit. It was, it was either ABC or Fox. One of the two. But it was there. But, like, for me, how it, like, relates to black culture, 
when I was when I was like young and like elementary school and middle school, high school, the only people that I knew that watched watched anime were black people, folks Facts. like me. Literally, Facts. I don't think. Bro, for the longest, I thought this shit was just for black people. I'm not even going to lie. Like, because that's all you that I fucking knew that, like, actually watched this shit. I didn't see my first, like, white person, like, <laughs> talking about anime until I got to fucking college, bro. I'm not even lying. So, that's interesting. Long- yeah. So, like, for the longest, I just thought that this, this shit, it, it, it was for niggas. I thought this shit was a totally a fucking black thing and just it was for us only because that's all I knew me and my friends would come to school and talk about uh, Dragon Ball Z Yu Yu Hakusho all the, you know what I'm saying all uh, those, those type of shows so for me when I when I was growing up it was just nothing but black people talking about anime Power Rangers cartoons all that stuff you know what I'm saying so that's how it, too. Oh, <laughs> you, you, you said lucky as hell, Tony. Why you said that, yeah, bro? Yeah, that? Bro, I can count the amount of niggas that watch anime near me, bro. Like, Damn, it was really? five. It was five and three of the niggas went to my church. Uh, we be so, deep as hell, bro. In the fucking uh, lunch cafeteria, the whole table, we just having a fucking conversation about some shit that came on last night. That's just That's just how it was. I was over here. I was the nigga that watched anime, bro. Like the only niggas that watched anime near me was like the Asian niggas and the Mexican niggas. Like nobody mm-hmm. else. Damn. Interesting perspective. Yeah, okay. so I was out here like, all right, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna talk to them about this, but it was still only a few people that I could really talk to this shit about. Like, not too many people were into that shit or watched that shit at that time. Now. To your point, Tony, um, I kind of had mine was kind of a, a reverse effect. Like as kids, we used to watch anime, and then like in middle school, uh, it was kind of like I went to art school, so we it was a very condensed population. So a lot of us did still watch anime. When I got to high school, I realized that a lot of black folk did not watch anime. Um, so it was kind of the reverse effect. It started out where I had uh, you I could have open discussion. I mean as open discussions as you can have when you're like seven or eight years old Mm -hmm. but still it went from us watching these cartoons uh and playing these games up until high school realizing that nobody did that shit uh at least at least the people around me didn't do it uh so it was just like damn yo not a lot of uh, black folk watch anime or read manga this is it's kind of crazy and it might have been a a little bit of a culture shock to me when i got to high school because it was just like well, shit, <laughs> I don't really know where I, I mean, I knew where I fit in because I was obviously, I was a, a, a band geek, um, a theater nerd and, and, and all of that. I was I was involved heavily in the arts and shit, but, and I got a, a chance to talk to those people who were still into these things, but like talking to the football players outside of Dragon Ball Z, they didn't watch a lot of anime. Mm. That's a, that's a very good point. Um, and that, I was going to actually get to that too. Uh, we do see y'all hands and stuff too. We, we, we'll get to y'all in one second. Um, that was the next part too. So, getting into um, when we jump through the years of like maybe two thousand, two thousand five, uh, you kind of seen like, and I know at least for me, this is just my personal opinion. Um, subjectively, a lot of folks got into Pokemon trading card game, Yu Gi Oh game, uh, Beyblade, um, 
those things and we would bring those things to school uh i was in middle school until 2005 and um i put it like this uh shonen jump came into my life in 03 and this is the other part i wanted to speak about because anytime i seen shonen jump um it was black people that had it yes bro literally it it, it wasn't it wasn't a white kid that had it it wasn't a um at the time when i was around asian kids they knew what it was already but they didn't mm-hmm. they didn't carry it with them because they were just so focused on school and also on top of that it was just a different way of growing up for them at the time um but me i brought my shit to school just like the rest of my friends bro same um, yeah same. like yeah. like it was like like we sat at the same lunch table every day we were Going through the same shit Like niggas was quiet when we first got to school And just read the fucking Whatever chapter that was in that book Let's say the big three was out So obviously you're reading Bleach You're reading Naruto, you're reading One Piece You're reading Yu Yu Hakusho, you're reading um, Astro Boy, you're also reading uh, What was Hunter 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 probably Hunter Hunter was on there Um, Also uh, I can hold you, Bobo Bo was in there that's a oh, fact. God. Yes, my, um, that's my gold bo- bo- anime. Bo- 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 <laughs> that's fire. That's fire. And, 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 and so to that, right? Like, I, I this is where I'm. I'm wanting to get into the more like the relation to black culture stuff. You started to see a lot of like people that looked like you. We got into like having the toys or getting to the car games. But then here's where the culture shock comes in for a lot of black people. They get into the car game. Some of us go into competitions and you realize that some of this shit has been around for a long time and we just really got access to it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And those people doing the car games, like a, I went to my first Yugo tournament in 05. I was a culture shock. I was the only black kid there. I'm so used to playing with Bro. other black kids. Yeah. But I go to this place where there's a bunch of like, Milk magnesia, mel- uh, non melanated <laughs> people in this bitch fucking doing whatever, and they have yeah. exodia and all this other shit. Shit that I wish that I fucking had, and I just I'm did not get a chance. A- a- exactly, bro. Like a nigga, uh, I play, I played this this white dude. I, I this is a personal story. I played this white dude, my first ever game, and he beat me in four turns. This motherfucker. Damn. Damn. But, and, and I'm gonna t- tell you why. This nigga had two Exodias in his deck. He also had red, yeah. white, red, he had red eyes, black dragon, and blue eyes, white dragon, and dark magician. Now, if you play Yu-Gi-Oh!, you know Dark Magician was not as dope as he was on the show. That sorry. boy was yeah. that boy was getting ready to kill you. What and the he, hell? he pulled his first hand, he pulled fucking Three of the Exodia pieces. Yeah. What? And, well, and the next, the next thing I look up, he draws Dark Magician. He pulls Dark Magician out. I had fucking um, the the baby version of the fucking Blue Eyes White Dragon. I forgot what that shit is called, but it's like the little <laughs> the little version. The, I don't know what it is. You had Toon Dragon? I, yeah, I had oh, him. Yeah. And blew my shit out the fucking water. Dark Magician was, he only had 2,400 life points. Took that motherfucker out. And then I was like, damn, okay. So I'm playing trap cards. Get the fucking Dark Magician out of here. Get his ass out of here. Next thing you know, the next two cards he pulls, because he pulled a draw a draw one so he can draw extra card. Motherfucker had Zodia just like that in four turns. And I was like, there's no fucking way. You know what I'm saying? And this dude I ended up playing, come to find out, he's like top 10 in the fucking world. 
God damn. Oh, God. God. I mean, at least he proved his position that day because he got you. Yeah, that's insane, bro. Dog dog was only 15 years old, bro. And I was was very, I was very surprised. And I say that story because that's that's a fact. And that's when the culture shock kind of hit me for real. And I was like, you know what, bro? Like, I just be with niggas, bro. And I'm going to just stay over here. So I stopped yeah. playing a lot of the games and shit. I just stick the Beyblade and play with my niggas. I, I didn't really, I didn't really care. But I say that to, I say that to say because, um, at that time, like Shonen Jump is out, tournaments is out, card game shit, World of Warcraft, all the other stuff is out. Some shit that niggas just didn't touch because we were just like, you know, what ain't for us. And um. It's very interesting to see how like the it's culture like kind of like shifted. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, uh, I hear you. I hear you, Kendall. Our brother, don't forget about Neopets. Neopets too. Yes, no, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact because I definitely had a Digivice in the Pokemon thing, for sure. Um, and 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 I say that because like, I guess, and I'm just speaking, and y'all can tell me if I'm right or wrong for sure. Teachers as well. Like at that time. You was around your friends, and that was it. Um, I didn't. I was into sports, but I also was a bang like kid. Mm. Um, I played basketball. My folks looking at me weird because I was like trying to like reach on and jump during like like you know locker room like waiting for the mm. game. Yeah. Um. On top of that, I was very like. I mean, I found my first anime T shirt in 06, um when I was sixteen. Um, at a thrift store and it was um, a one piece shirt and it was a one piece shirt with uh, Luffy, Zoro and Usopp and Sanji on it and I wore that shit to, wore that shit to school the next day got clowned clowned bro Damn. Um, and, and that's, that's kind of like I know it's a lot of I don't want to really get into the psychological portion but a lot of black kids got into that motion of like I really don't want to tell nobody I'm into this shit because if I do, I'm gonna get clowns, or I'm gonna get talked about, or I'm gonna get bullied, or whatever else. So like, there's that portion too, the dark side of it all. Um, but I know we got hands up too. Um, Rob, you can choose, bro. I chose earlier. So man, Kenny, Kenny hasn't had enough like yeah. minutes. So yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Kenny. Good evening, beautiful black people. What's up, brother? Good, Good evening. Oi. Boy, um, so I think so. Obviously, some of y'all know that I grew up in the Caribbean, not not like the deep deep Caribbean. Because if some niggas isn't here, they try and cook me. But whatever. Nonetheless, as I say that to say that the Caribbean is a predominantly black um, diaspora spread, and I feel like there's a bit of what you're saying that's like yeah i can relate to that and then there's a bit of it that's like eh, i feel like yeah for, for those of y'all who who had the privilege of having the scholastic books you mm. know who had a library that you know would be willing to get some of the books that y'all like in there that's a fact discography whatever you know the biblioteca you know and then you mm. have some of that stuff but like i think I think ultimately 
for the most part, I think outside, weirdly enough, I think outside of Pokemon, it took me a while to process that Pokemon was anime, comparatively to the fact, like, of me knowing that, like, Dragon Ball, Yu-Gi-Oh!, and all of that was anime, right? Um, And I think, like, y'all was talking about, like, the Saturday morning cartoons, like, yeah, because, like, you saw the war between ABC Family, CW, and Cartoon Network shuffling between shows, shuffling for the more popular shows, shuffling for the the time slot. Like you know, you know, you, you know, if you wasn't hitting that back button at eleven o'clock to switch between Shaolin Showdown and Digimon and and whatever else was showing at the same time, you know, you know what you're talking about. You know, Metabots, Beyblade, all of that good stuff, because mm. it literally came on several different channels in the continental u.s so that's why i kind of like jumped up here to even talk about like so i was chopping it up with another friend of mine's mella who grew up in panama in latin america and in most other countries outside of the u.s that's not japan these mofos had a channel dedicated to anime y'all they had a I'm single listening. channel dedicated to anime and so mm. where we had to flip through and find and fix the time slots, they just had to pick the time and the day to watch the shows. So the reason I bring that up is that I think it's one, it's important to understand. I think the things that y'all said about like Americans prospect and understanding of how the culture was being molded for anime, especially by like young black Americans. And I think that that was a big thing. And the reason I think that it was a big thing is because the young black Americans reflected the Latin Americans, the um, the Italians, all these other different places where the minorities of these different people were showing so much love. Where networks like CW, because it's like like it's C, it's still CW overseas. It's just like CW isn't like encompassed in like four other channels. You know what I mean? So that's why they were able to have like a channel that was completely dedicated to like just anime. And trust me, boys. <laughs> Boy, if we had a channel that was dedicated to just anime in America, boy, I tell you, yeah, that'd be fine. That, ne- that network, anime would have exploded even bigger if if anime had a single network. Because the thing that I talked about when we did have that conversation, stuff maybe a year or two ago, we was talking about. It, I was like, yo, like we even had to go on Sci-Fi to find like certain- that's a fact. Mystery Science Theater three thousand. They definitely show fucking Akira. You absolutely yeah, correct. So like, Era, Chrome Show, Regios. Uh, that's why I remember seeing D. Raymond and Zatchbell for the first time, if I'm not mistaken, was actually on um, channels that were not like the mainstream places for watching cartoon per se. Um, so I think like I think like that's like a, it's it's a big contributing factor. But I think like the overarching thing is like like Jay, you were saying like it was an experiment. Like I, I I think that's the best way to put it. I think that they they saw something. And I don't think that this just has to do with anime. This has to do with pop culture in general. That's a fact. They understood something that was going on. Disney, specifically, if y'all want to, y'all want to bring this thing full circle, especially like to the whole bleach debacle recently. Disney has been monitoring and watching the influence of minorities on culture. And if you don't know why I said Disney, Disney's the one that owns ninety five percent of the music recording industries. True. All of your favorite rap artists owned by Disney. Ta-da. Sorry, I guess you didn't know that. If you didn't know that, you know that now, right? Uh, Disney so, Universal. Absolutely correct. Exactly. So, like, the thing, the big thing about that is, like, it's, it's, it sounds bad, and it is bad, but the good thing about that is there, there have always been powers at Disney that have actually been invested in the progression and the advancement of minorities. 
thus that we're in a place right now where Disney's literally being run by a very like um, open woman who's like I'm gonna make this thing more about the things that it should be about so like I think there's good there's good and the bad in all of it but at the end of the day I think America was actually behind the curve on a lot of stuff when it came to anime however when when anime did blow up in America like it blew up like it opened the market in so many different ways and I think even America's success with anime caused other countries to actually lock down on anime so people actually got deprived of anime because of the way that it blew up in America so like that's like a whole nother aspect to it like you know the you know we already we know about the American censorship of stuff but like it's almost like think about like like world wars and mm. how like we have like councils and all these different things to like navigate stuff like people were policing and politicking anime from way back as far back as the 60s and the 70s true and this thing where it's like people talk about like oh animation is so heavily influenced animation doesn't have anything to do with politics it's like yeah but guess what if you want to be honest like animation goes back to disney and goes back even further before that and let's like you're literally talking about DC cartoons, Mickey, all of these different things when you talk about animation, right? And it's the fact that there was the ability to have someone had the foresight to realize the influence that it had on the world and was able to take advantage of the market because of that. Not only when it came to animation, but when it came to amusement parks, music, movies, and just all forms of entertainment. Even some of your favorite basketball and football teams are heavily sponsored, like or was heavily sponsored. Some of them bought out by now, but heavily sponsored by Disney. Not outright by Disney, like on paper, but like under studios and subsidiaries of Disney. And that's why, like, when you see people talk about, like, okay, well, it's kind of a big deal that Disney keep buying out stuff. Like, it is a big deal because Disney owns way too much shit, especially in the entertainment aspect. So. Yeah, I just wanted to, to throw that into the conversation in case anybody else had not heard those things before, or whatever the case may be. Thank you for that, bro. Ooh. Yeah, for Thank sure. We appreciate, appreciate that. that. Yeah. Because uh, what I was gonna say too, uh, before we go to the next hand, was that like I'm gonna just I'm gonna just skip some. I'm gonna say skip everything, but I'm gonna skip some of the, the some of the prime years because. Uh, we obviously know when Naruto ended, people was in limbo, and then you get into other animes that came out, Full Metal Alchemist, all the other stuff. But within Black culture, I would say, uh, I would correct me if I'm wrong, Rob, Cat, or Tony, but the when it got super comfortable for a lot of us, I would say the year was twenty. 17 maybe 16 where you started to see more people kind of like get out the shell as in those people who are black or also indigenous or black and brown people um now i say that because the introduction of obviously facebook was there twitter came out we started to see some stuff, but not really a lot. Not like a community like we got now. Like mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I'm saying? But it was yeah. it was it was there where it's like if you have a niche, you got it. And it's yeah. there. Um for sure. And I will also I just I just before we even get to the next thing, I just want to give so much credit to um every single I'm gonna put the charges the right way. 
all the black women that was like cosplaying for the last five, six, seven years that like fought for this shit and wanted to make sure that like it's okay for black people to fucking cosplay. Um, also, to make it okay for people of color to not be offended by milk of magnesia people telling us that like this shit is wrong for us to fucking do right, right um right. also i want to give so much credit to the to to black women that also cosplay to give the encouragement of people to actually go ahead and be themselves um no matter what you want to say about it when it comes down to this this community you have to give credit where credit is due a lot of you niggas a lot of you men in this room or outside of this shit um, I know that a lot of us are very in tune with ourselves, also of age, but I will say this, and I mean this in the most sincere way. They the ones took the sticks and stones for a lot of us before we even got here. And mm-hmm. I and, and I'm I'm being I'm being honest for that because the first black podcast I heard was a woman podcast. A black woman podcast. It wasn't a guy. It was a, it was girls talking about Sailor Moon. And that was the moment I said, you know what, this shit, it's gonna do something. Um, nice, a, nice. A lot of a, a lot of us that, and this is something I'm fast forwarding within the last like seven, eight years. I literally watched this shit do something that I've never would have thought it would have did. Like shout out to Funko Pops, fucking doing that shit, making niggas collect shit again. <laughs> um and attack on, attack on Titan was one of the first ones for sure that when they dropped them pops Attack on Titan niggas went nuts. Man. I'm sorry, but they did. Mm. Um, also Hot Topic being very very honest with themselves and saying, mm. "Hey, we're gonna go ahead and put the merchandise and put the the T-shirts and the fucking uh, figurines and Funko Pops and whatever else they possibly could with these things." Mm-hmm. Uh. That was literally the first that was the first anime I seen in a big ass store uh uh nationally was Hot Topic and I seen an AOT first. That was the first one. Ooh, and ooh. the way AOT took off and it kind of like just did everything else to adjust this and then now we fast forward to today where you go to Hot Topic they had a whole fucking anime section. Yeah. <laughs> like yes, the, front, the, the front of the store. So um, Spencer's same way, box lunch, um, these Maybe different places. Um, the facts. And particularly I wanted to go to Tony for two seconds before we go to the next hand because Tony is like the youngest out the group, but he also is very, very well like I would say mature when it comes down to seeing the progression of this shit. So Tony, I wanted to ask you particularly, um, when when was the moment for you and your friend group before you met us? When was that moment where it was like, yo, this shit is really taking the fuck off for culture? Because not only that you're black, you're Nigerian. So this is also an- another thing, another factor into kind of what Kendall was saying, because I'm also Caribbean as him. Uh, we was fucking with DBZ Tough. But for you, like, when was that moment where... It was like, yo, this shit really taking off. And I know for you, manga is a big thing for you. So I'm going to give you the floor on that for sure. I mean, for me, like, yeah, niggas have always fucked with, like, Dragon Ball Z. Like, even especially heavy in, like, African shit. Mm. Uh, but especially, like, I do, I will recognize that 
it was right around 2012, right when that, I think it was right when AOT hit. Mm. Like, because before you would you wouldn't see no type of like manga or anime merch or niggas would be wearing that shit outside. Like, I'd be like one of the only niggas to have like a lanyard or some shit like that mm. just to have. Like, even I, my earliest remembrance of like having like anime merch was in the third grade when I was talking to my friend about it. And then she just gave me like some anime stickers or one of my um, other homies had like a, a pachinko machine. I don't know how the fuck that nigga got that shit. How do you fucking get that? Wow. Damn. Nigga, nigga had that bitch and brought it to class. I was like, oh shit, this is fucking crazy. But like legit, like it was nigga, it was kind of like someone altered the timeline in 2012. Like swear to God, because I was I was chilling. I'm just like, hold the fuck up. Why Shorty got a Surveyor Corps backpack? That's hey, nuts. That's I'm, nuts. I'm just like, wait, wait a goddamn minute. Like, when, when I tell you AOT hit, like, crack in the 80s, my nigga. It did. And then, like, I haven't seen that level of, like, anime resurgence un- for, at, from then until One Punch Man hit. Because when One Punch Man hit, like, nigga, you had everybody and their moms talking about that shit. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't go anywhere without watching, without talking about. Because I was one of the niggas that was reading the fucking web comic with like one other homie, and with that I was just like, bro, hey yo, everybody's getting put onto this shit. Like that's that's when that shit started breaking into the mainstream heavy, though. At least from my eyes. Nice, nice. That's the fucking perspective. Go ahead, Rob. What do you want to choose? Uh, Senpai Killer been having his head his, his, yeah. his hand up for the longest. So yeah, light skin ass hand. <laughs> yeah, Senpai Killer, what's up, bro? What's up, bro? Yo, yeah, light skin hand is crazy. I'm gonna throw that oh, out man. there right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. What's up, G? Welcome to, oh, welcome to, on, welcome to the classroom, man. Good, it's good to see you, G. Good. Um, shoot, y'all. Everybody's talking about so many different points, so I don't even know what to say. Um. I personally, so this is my my opinion. Um, I kind of low key disagree. I agree and disagree with the point of um, when t- Cartoon Network when Tanami started, it was for black kids. But I do think the later innovation of like late night Tanami was marketed towards black people. Kinda. I think I don't know. I feel like. I feel like there's this correlation when it comes to black people. Like anything that black people like is solidified as dope. That is like a given. So like if it gets our separate approval, it, it blows up. Um I think I definitely think Tanami was an experiment just because like you like we said earlier, there were so many different cartoons, but there wasn't anime. Like anime wasn't out. And like I definitely think particularly for like Cartoon Network, like they have like like keep it white, keep like what white kids like <laughs> keep showing that right like we don't got time like because there was so much competition at the time and i mm-hmm. definitely think like at that time tsunami was an experiment because it really was only about five animes at that time it was sailor moon roll attack uh ronin warriors jack and dbz and sometimes some certain things switched out right but like i definitely Shout feel like Zoids too i forgot about Zoids. and Zoids too yeah like mechs mm-hmm. like it was it was the basics it was like mechs DBZ and Sailor Moon. They got Random it. All right. shit, yeah. Um, but I definitely feel like 
the later interiorization of like Tanami, like with a dog swim and things like that, is because you had Tom, you had hip hop music. They had hip hop. They mixed. They used to mix the anime with hip hop music to like, oh, so we, this is what we got going now, y'all. This is what we got going now. And I definitely. And then also like, if you look at the animes that they used, it was definitely like older. There was there was still Dragon Ball Z, but then it was also a Inuyasha, Kaba Beatbop, um, Veron Kenshin uh, and shit like that. And they had Trigun on that bitch too. Trigun, it, it, yeah. yeah. it was a lot more older, um, lot more older like genre. Like, hey, like yep, this is yep. cool. And then if you even look at like 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 they were, um, that's how like Lotus, uh, Lotus Flower, not Lotus Flower. Uh, damn, what's his name? Flying Lotus. 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 I mean, Lotus blew up because of Tsunami, but like that's like in like that's that's like that's another example of like how I feel like it was aimed more towards of being cool and hip. Like, hey, this is this is what's going to get people. Um, so I definitely feel like that certification. I, and I think it was a seed that's planted because I don't think I don't think anyone knew that um, anime was going to blow up. Because I mean, for me, I personally don't feel it wasn't until like these last two years maybe three mm. that it like really blew up mm. like really like oh shit this is becoming mainstream mm. um mm. i mean i, I can tell you oh sorry now you go. Oh, go go ahead go ahead oh uh, i was saying like i could tell you like right when that resurgence like started hitting its uh its stride right when naruto ended niggas was niggas Hurt. was confused because fucking naruto ended bleach ended I don't yep. care. No, y'all say Torco ended. Hell yep. niggas hella shit ended besides One Piece. Yep. And niggas was in that bitch like, hey yo, what the fuck is going on? I was I said to myself, I said, I guess I'm sticking to One Piece from now on. And then not even I'm well, I'm not sure if niggas was reading manga at the time, but right no. right, right when legit, right when Naruto ended, you had My Hero come out, Black yep. Clover come out, JJK yep. come out. Yep, and like Demon them, Slayer too. Demon, bro, Demon Slayer I, came out like when I would, them, I would they, add to that, bro. That I don't know if everybody remember the great hiatus of mm-hmm. mine. So there was a big hiatus that happened for for manhwa and manga that happened like true. Yep, yep, I remember that of of series that froze. This was this was peak God of um God of High School. Mm-hmm. Power of God. This was this was back when because we we really want to keep it a buck they was already resurging and taking over on this online claymore oh that's a fact graymon d graymon take a a, a two-year pause um top god took a year pause um mm. there was all of these other factors I, I agree with you but i think that like what you're referencing is literally we're now the, the, like I, I tweeted it this we're talking about 2010 to 2013 now like yeah. this is like way way before i think I think the way that we're viewing mainstream, and I hate anybody, not really. I think this is late to the um, anime had a big this risk porn up. Jesus, because, because my fault, my fault. you good, blew bro. up with some movies and Digimon blew up with movies. That's fine. How popular mm-hmm. three movies ended up being? Merch then became merch and marketed way better. Mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. the insurgence of um the the Digimon like collectible figures. Pokemon started plushies, which appealed to both audiences. Yeah. Things had a dynamic that had like a great impact. And then because of that, then we circle back Dragon Ball Z, Goku's in, in um inside of the parade. Um that is a fact. Oh, yeah, I remember that. that was big. Those that were oh. started to fall off Sonic and TMNT. Um so all of those things were factors. Yeah. 
Definitely. No, I mean, I, I, yeah, I think, I mean, I, and I think that's another thing too. Like there's so many different factors. Um, and like, I definitely think unpronounced and I, oh, shout out to RDC. Cause I think this shit was hilarious about the VIP club. Um, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh definitely like were a staple that doesn't get talked about. Like both of them equally. Um, mm. I remember like Pokemon was, Pokemon was like they made a movie and at the theaters and going to see it. Yes, bro. Everyone was giving out giving out cards. Me mm. too, bro. Come on, right? Mm-hmm. Like don't like yeah, like and like um I, like I think Pokemon's a weird Pokemon is unique just because it's like a video game standard too and training card. But um, I definitely think like currently though, I know he was saying AOT was like his takeoff or like when he saw it. But to me, it was Naruto just because like. And to me, it's like when I, it's the outside looking in. People who people might not watch, they don't watch Naruto. Like they don't watch anime, like like everything. But niggas would know who Naruto was, right? Or Sasuke. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's, a that's, that's a fact. That's a and fact. And and and, uh, and I think that was like when I felt like to me, Naruto was the next anime to carry the torch. Like, hey, this is. I mean, there's a lot of great anime, but I'm saying for people outside, like getting interest. Definitely think Naruto was one of them, and uh, AOT two, AOT season one, season one. Yeah, cause, yeah. Because when I when I say um, like when I say when AOT hit, it's kind of like you seen it. it though, in it's kind, it's kind, it's yeah, it's kind of like I I knew niggas knew about Naruto, but I couldn't go up to like a random person and start a conversation about Naruto, right? Mm-hmm. Nigga, when AOT dropped, niggas was coming to me talking about, oh, do you see the new AOT shirt? I'm just like. Nigga, what? How do you know about that? Exactly. The niggas knew about it, bro. That's a fact. Think about the age change that happened there. Yeah. You're talking about Naruto running back in middle school. Mm -hmm. I had the younger kids who were in elementary school here in high school now. So the whole maturity gap around anime has shifted a five to ten year span. Yeah. Like, niggas... Uh, Yeah, like, the kids that was watching Naruto and shit grew up and then... The younger kids I was also that started watching AOT, the older niggas was still watching AOT too. So like it was like, oh fuck. You get hit from both sides of like of the culture. You feel me? That's true. Yeah. Uh I'm just gonna, real, go ahead. I was gonna ask the last point and then I'll be I'm I'm done. Oh um, I was just gonna <laughs> say um also you did really you bring you brought up a great point about black women and like being like pioneers for the community. That's a hundred percent facts. Um, I want to I want to throw out so Teen Titans, and this is like kind of another thing that like on my point. So Teen Titans was an amazing show, and everybody loved Teen Titans. But the reason why they canceled it, they, the reason why it didn't get a, another season because not enough male viewers were watching it. They found out they found out that more women were watching Teen Titans. It's a and like complicated than that, fam. I thought it was because of toy sales, but yeah. it's exactly. It's but both it, of those it, things, yeah, it's, it's a combination. It's a combination. It's a combination because they wanted to sell toys to boys. Mm. They, they wanted to sell. They like get merch. Like, oh, we're gonna sell these toys, and boys gonna buy them. But a lot of women was buying them, and they didn't want to market towards girls. They didn't want to market towards action figures. Like, which, which again was a huge miss. Huge miss. Big miss. Terrible. But I, I'm just saying that's like that old way of thinking of like, oh, well, you know, like, like I mean, that's the old way of thinking. Like, oh, girls don't like like this stuff. And it's like, well, no, that's they're pioneering it. You know, like Shit. if it wasn't. Women came out their shell in 2014, bro. I watched it happen. 
<laughs> that shit was crazy. But yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead, my bad, bro. No, 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 no. I'm not. I 100 agree with you. So I'm glad that you brought that point up. Like, definitely. Yeah, because because before I go to Kale's, like because it's it's interesting because uh, all right. So I was that was my. 14 was I was out of college at 14 in 2014 I was I graduated in 2013 and um it was interesting because my senior year in uh in, in college uh had a I was wearing a I think it was an AOT shirt yeah it was an AOT shirt it was an Aaron t-shirt mm-hmm. and uh this this woman walked up to me black woman and she was like you watch Attack on Titan and she was super excited and I was like yeah you know what I'm saying like absolutely like I read it whatever so, yo, that shit is dope. And like, she was probably like the anime club in my school. And I was like, oh shit. I didn't even know the anime club existed to my fucking senior year. And she was the president of the anime club. So that was my first instance of knowing that like, hey, like black women are doing something like that. I didn't know for sure. I didn't know that it existed like that. But when I got there, a majority of the people in the club were black women. <laughs> like were there white dudes there? Yeah, for sure. Um, they were worried about fucking uh World of Warcraft and goddamn God of War and shit. <laughs> That's what they was worried about. But but for the niggas, it was AOT and goddamn Naruto. Niggas read Naruto for the first time and they really get into it and also One Piece. And um that's why I said that for sure, because it definitely changed the the dynamic for me mentally and what I seen visually. It was just so many of them that were like, like they like they, we had a cosplay competition and they were the ones cosplaying. The dudes were scared as fuck, but the women were not. <laughs> they mm-hmm. re- they really went out and you know did do it yourself cosplays, made it themselves. This wasn't the Amazon days that we got now. Where you yeah. can just pick some shit and get it in prime shipping. This wasn't that time. You had to make that shit. And that's why I, I brought that up. And thank you for acknowledging that too, Senpai Killer. Because if it wasn't for them, bro, like a lot of us would not be as, you know, outwardly expressive mm-hmm. if it wasn't for them. Um, Kels, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give you the, the floor. Your hand was up for a long time. And then we'll go to Huey. Mm-hmm. And I think two people had theirs up before mine. Well, yeah. You're a woman, though, Kels. <laughs> okay. I mean it like that but yes go ahead Um, so I was just going to say really quickly because you were talking about black women in cosplay Mm -hmm. Um, just wanted to throw it out there if you don't already know I have a panel coming up for AWA Um, it's going to be about black women in and out of cosplay and anime Um, so we're going to have like a brief um, a brief discussion and also I don't want it to be one of those panels where you sit and ask me questions because me personally I've never had to deal with people talking about oh like you can't cosplay that um that character because that character's not black until last year or this year Mm. and I've been cosplaying for a long time so I just feel like I don't have the right to speak on that because my experience isn't like everyone else's (laughs) so instead of people coming up to me and asking me questions about it I rather have people come up and like kind of rants a little bit and say what they've been through and then I just ask them a couple of questions and then of course at the end kind of like hype them up a bit um but yeah I just want to give people like mainly black women a space to speak and um give like their personal experiences and even if they can like just say what they did or how they got through it and what keeps them confident and like what motivates them to keep going so not as like so not so much as this being panel for 
it being like for me to be like oh hey this is how i get through things this is how i became a cosplayer this is about what i did and like i just don't want it to be a me thing i want it to be for everybody else so I love Don't that. For the people, let's go. That's for the people right there. Um, yes. we, we'll, we'll be there. Don't worry about it. We'll be there. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm, thank mm-hmm, you for mm-hmm. the support. Absolutely. You already know yeah. it. Um, you wanted to say something, kid, or Rob, before we go to you? No, I'm good. Uh, nah, go ahead and let Oh, hey, guys. What's up, Andy? Real quick, we're going to let Huey go. Let go. Oh, okay. I just yeah, then it's going to be you. I just had my had my uh, had my my hands raised up the whole entire time. Yeah, yeah, we got you. We got you next, bro. All right. Um, I will let who 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 you uh, who you go first. All right. Thank you. Thank you, bro. No problem. What's up, y'all? What up, dog? What up, Huey? All right. So with the connection between the anime community and the black community, I just tweeted about this actually. Um, it really from watching from, from being tsunami babies to now, it's expanded our mindsets on different aspects, topics, themes, and it's stuck with us from the whole get go. That's why we really love Dragon Ball. That's why we really love Sailor Moon because we would never thought we would enjoy action as much as we do. We would have never been like, inspired to in be like Saiyans, be magical girls, see robots in outer space. All this is like mind blowing to us. And it just like keeps in involving us in like different aspects. So it's not going anywhere. So when mom, dad, grandma and them, babysitters, when they were out at work or, you know, be doing grown folk business, whatever the case may be, it really and who was out there teaching us? Anime. You speak, bro. Yeah, anime and cartoons were teaching us low key when we were children, and it just like it stuck with our subconscious. So that's why a lot of times, as we're older right now, and you go back and watch our old cartoons from way back when, and it's like, wow, these shows really had some hidden gems. Yeah. So it it was really there the whole time. We just didn't catch it until now. When we were mm-hmm. able to like see it and maintain it, that's a fact, bro. Pretty that's true. a fact. <clears throat> so that's why I love. That's why we all love anime from then to now, and it's going to keep going. That's why I don't, we don't want tsunami to go nowhere. Oh yeah, for sure. This yeah. Not stopping no time soon. <laughs> Man, the kid, the kids need it, bro. I don't care what nobody said. The kids need it, bro. Fact. They, need it. they need it. They need it, man. I want them to experience the same freedom as we did, bro. Like, like, they, like they, they're in a good spot. Um, and this is like fast forwarding to now, in a sense, like children are or not children. Let me say that young young adults are in a good spot where they can freely express themselves artistically and also uh, creatively in a way that we didn't have the opportunity to do so. And we're kind of low key, like. I heard this shit from like a, a a pastor a long time ago. He told me, he said, a lot of times when folks get a little bit older, you end up falling into the things that your inner child loves, right? So the reason why you see a lot of people of this particular time, is like, you know, the 90s or late 80s or early 90s, 
people that are born in those time periods, the reason why we resort to either anime or video games or comic books or stuff like that is because we're speaking to our inner child. We want the inner child to be fulfilled. thousand percent, bro. Um, because we get bombarded with the adult life. We get bombarded with bills and um, trials and tribulations. You know, some of us become parents early in life or even later in life. And you deal with the struggles of whatever is going on. Inflation, fucking war, Ukraine, whatever else, right? All this shit that we're dealing with, depression, especially in the black community, depression and anxiety, all these different type of things. So what makes you happy and gives you joy? The thing that you enjoyed during time. So you fall into these things. And I, I literally think it's a blessing in disguise because now there's so many outlets for people, whether it's podcasting or content creation on TikTok or any other place, um, or you're able to cosplay, you're able to have conventions, shout out to RDC with DreamCon, you're able to um be yourself and have friends and that are into these same things because mm-hmm. the inner child is connecting with other inner child inner children in that same niche. Um, fact, bro. So not to be super deep about it, but that was very profound for me when I heard that shit last year because I was just like, damn, that makes sense. That's because real shit. Like I found niggas like analytical with Tony and Brandon and the rest of them and you know, chaotic culture podcast with Kid and knowing, you know, prominent black women in the spaces like Simone mm-hmm. and and Kales and whoever else. And then finding people like Rob and Steve went inside the mind of a blurred and, you know, being cool and friends with Mike of Mike and Sine of Blenheim and then GB and then with Worst G anime after dark, all that stuff. These things we're speaking to our inner child. Our inner children selves are fucking congregating and having a good fucking time right now. Just being real with you. So um, that's a good point that you brought that up too, Huey, as well. Go ahead, Robin. You was unmuted. So. Oh no, nah. I bro, I didn't have nothing to say, bro. You fucking bodied that shit. God damn, <laughs> you. I you, mean to get you emotional. And Huey. You and Huey bodied that shit, bro. God I didn't mean damn. to get super emotional. I was like, low key, like holding that shit back because, <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, I am doing a space eventually for my main account where we talk about how anime has changed your life in a positive way. Um, and I know a lot of us have that show or shows that got us out of these particular situations. Some of us oh, went yeah. through, you know, divorcing of parents or losing a loved one or losing a, a animal or that girl that didn't uh, call you or text you back. Yeah. Man. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> yeah, some wholesome fellas, man. Yeah, yeah, bro. Bro. Anime, bro. You gotta get through that. it somehow, bro. God yeah. damn. Bro, watch that. Able to. I was gonna say, um, any I know that you uh you had your hand up for a while, man. If you uh wanted something to uh say as far as the topic. Yep, I, I actually have a lot. Um I remember you guys talking about cosplaying and Yu-Gi-Oh references and stuff like that in a Pokemon. And yeah, um I wanted to say that you guys ha- uh you do have a good valid point on that one because I mean I started watching anime since Back in 1997, where Toonami came out, back around 97, when Motar was uh, Motar from Space. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, y'all remember that, don't uh, don't you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, when I when I first started watching Toonami, and I was I was interested on that one, like Dragon Ball Z, 
um, um, Ocean Dubbed, good show back in the days. And facts, also, facts. Um, oh, I was, I was literally, I was so into it. And also, the only thing what boggles my mind is like my own mother saying that Dragon Ball Z is violence. Like, what is she talking about? Because it's not violence. It's for fun, for anime, for for younger generations. And also, I remember watching Yu-Gi-Oh! The first one back in 01. I think I think they came out back in around 2001 or 02. Mm-hmm. And then I remember back in 02. So we went to Toys R Us at the in Owens Mills, Maryland to get the, the uh, VHS. And my mom says that um, that Yu-Gi-Oh is evil. Like, what is she talking about? Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, the Damn. Nigerian mm-hmm. culture is just bullshit. Hey. Hey. Man, that nigga, everything just fucked Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> seriously. Um, it's like, what is she? What is she talking about? That's there's no such thing as evil Yu-Gi-Oh. That's only for uh, card games. I'm like, I'm like, what the hell? So I was, I was like 15 back then, and then also I wanted to get it to watch the uh, Millennium Ring with Pakora. Well, um, AKA Ted Lewis. Uh, Ted Lewis plays Pakora. And also, he plays Tracy for Pokemon and Giovanni as well, too. Y'all don't remember that, don't do you? Nah, nah, I know you're talking about for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just figure out their voices, and then and then it really hits me. And um, uh, Giovanni, um, so Bakora, Giovanni, and Tracy sketch it. They're the ones play um, Ted Lewis, and that's him. Mm, okay. Okay. So um, after that, um, after the Kids WB came out around '99, and I start watching the whole Saturday morning morning cartoons like um, Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, um, okay, back the um, between 2000 between '02 be, okay between '01 and through '06 since my high school years about 16 years ago before the season ended, and I watched the whole entire thing, the whole season. And I never stopped, and that and that is why um, that that is why that um, I did not get into GX because I'm not I'm not a big fan of GX like that. So I'm Damn, sick of the original one because I'm the OG. Yeah. And I haven't got into it because um, I'm sticking to um, the old Yu-Gi-Oh characters, such as um, I remember. Um, let me see. Um, what's his face who plays Kaiba? Eric Stewart. Um, he's the yeah, one I was saying Eric Stewart. Yeah. yeah, he's the one who plays Kaiba and Brock as well too, and James, and also Squirtle as well too. I met him one time at the uh, J1 Con in Philly, which is I am right now. And I I never get a chance to get get an autograph because I I didn't have a cosplay I I didn't have a Kaiba cosplay at that time, so that's why I started cosplay of Seto Kaiba because that fits my character. And that's one awesome, thing, awesome, bro. And one thing and one thing um one thing I realized that because you don't see black people um dressed as Kaiba. That is mostly true. It's not often. Yeah, I've never noticed that. Yeah, I'll be seeing those Kaibas in the streets. Yeah, those Dreamcon, somebody pulled that off, that shit was fire as fuck. Yeah. Who did that? 
I can't remember his name, bro, but I remember he had the whole get up from the um uh which tournament was that? Battle City. He had his uh, he had his Battle City. Yeah, I have the Battle City um cosplay on there, but not the not the season one part, and I have the um the purple one from um the, um, the Awaken the Dragons for the Seal of Ori Calcos. That was a fire pit too. Yes, Isn't that the one where you went to hell or something? And also, um, I had the white suit as um, like let's just say that I was a, I'll just cre- I just dressed up as a, as Kaiba as a president, and then I pulled that shit off like two years ago. Let's go. <laughs> And also, yes, it's, all, it's all on Instagram right now because I had this thing for two years. And I, I was testing it, and then I pulled that bitch off. Hey, shout out to you, man. Yeah, I worked so hard to get everything done around here because a lot of people are going to be saying that this this dude can't, can't dress up as Kaiba. I'm like, first of all, I can I can cosplay whenever I feel like I'm pleased. So I'm like, what do they mean? Yes, the only shit that pisses me off is they need to mind their own fucking business and back the fuck off. Preach, preach, preach. If they don't, if they don't like it, they can get out. There's the door. There's the damn door. <laughs> hey, the words of Rob Jay. Fuck, fuck. Yeah, exactly. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day. I don't play that shit for nobody. Nobody. I mean, of course, because it should be for you. Yeah, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've been cosplaying for like six years. Six motherfucking years. And I'm going to seven years next year on um, April 23rd of 2016. That's a beautiful That's thing, that, bro. That, bro. Amazing. Amazing. And nobody can uh, stop me, and there's nothing can do to stop me. Because right now, if they don't like it, like I said, there's a goddamn door. There's the door. Preach, preach. Mm-hmm. Nah, you, nah, you, you talking you some real shit right now? I sure did. And nobody can underestimate my intelligence. And that's one thing that I have to step my game up because, like us niggas right here, we can do whatever we please. If they don't like it. <laughs> They can take their asses home. Facts. If they ain't got no money, they can take their white asses home. Facts. Yes. And that's why I have to talk my shit out. Out of my chest. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, bro, I appreciate coming up here and talking your shit. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, gentlemen. And of course, of course. Right now, I want to say that we all black folks, we got to stick together as a team. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. And also, thank us you for that, Also, us streamers, we all both know we, we got to stick together as a team, no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. And, and also, guess what else? The only reason that I be focused on the um the voice acting like um okay um you remember uh, you remember Joy Joy Wheeler right? Yeah, that name is very very prominent. Yes, and also I found out uh, who's a voice actor um who's uh is uh, Wayne Grayson who's the one who plays um uh, the Brooklyn accent. He's from New York, so I just went through all um all the Google 
and he's the one who, who he, um, he's the one who plays Lance from Pokemon. And I knew that voice sounds familiar. Mm. I knew it beforehand uh, when I was when I was like eighteen. I'm like, Mr. Grayson plays Lance as Joy Wheeler. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I knew that voice sounds familiar. So I had to go deep into it. So now I fully recognize him. Recognize his voice. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. So I just wanted to let y'all know about the whole thing about it because um, because right now he sounds like he's from Brooklyn. Mm. Brook, uh, like Brooklyn Rage. Like um, you remember like Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge? Oh yeah, that nigga sounds crazy. crazy. Yes. Yes. So I have to have to um, dig uh, dig everything into it, and I'm like, oh shit, it was him. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, there's no saying the cat's out of the bag. Yup, yup. And uh, also, you don't hear black people say that anymore. Say what? Say what? The cat's out of the bag. Uh, the cat's out of the bag. Like the truth is out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's just a funny phrase. It is. it is. Yeah, take it from me because you guys are the best people out there, and also, um, also, um, we all both know we have to um, have fun and do what uh, do whatever whatever we like to do because at the end of the day, there's there's nothing can change because them white folks they need to leave us a fucking alone. And that is one thing that um, I got trolled by one of them, and I said, you know what? I block him. I tell them to get the fuck out of my face, or they can get them hands. <laughs> That's exactly That's what you're supposed to do, bro. Awesome. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a t- I'm a tall nigga. I don't play. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fight. I'm just saying. Yeah. So that's one, thing, that's one thing I want to share with y'all because um, one thing one thing we we have to know is like don't let anyone get to our system because we can't let our character we can't let our characters be out out like this because it's too many ignorant people they just don't let they they, they just don't know uh, let us have fun for for no simple reasons like because yeah, we all gotta have fun so nobody can um, nobody can penetrate us. And and, and 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 at the end of the day, uh, nobody can underestimate underestimate us black people. That's it. Hey man, you came up here and spit nothing but facts, bro. We hey, definitely we appreciate you coming up here and sharing this with us, man. Thank you, thank you so much, gentlemen. Th- thank you. Thank you. Anytime, guys. All right, All right. so I'm gonna dip up right now, and I'll let you finish uh, finish the topics. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate, Appreciate you, bro. You, bro. Thank, Thank you, man. You, man. No problem. Have a good night, guys. You too, bro. You do the same. All right. Uh, you got to have more confident kings up here, man. That was that's that. Uh, that yeah, definitely need a day. Gun, gunshots for the homie, bro. Yeah. Big facts. Big facts. Uh, Yuki, uh, the floor is yours, and then we'll go ahead and uh, we'll we'll wrap up unless we're gonna do open discussion. But I know it's getting nice ten thirty, so don't want to be too long. But go ahead, go ahead, Yuki. Floor is yours. Yo, how y'all doing, man? First and foremost, thank you for letting me come on your platform. Absolutely, course, brother. Bro. Hey, no I'm problem, bro. How are you? I'm I'm great, man. My name is Yuki, aka Starman, host of the Ninja Please podcast, man. And uh, it's a pleasure to be here tonight. Uh, been checking y'all out for like <clears throat> I've been on and off for like 
when I see y'all go live, but uh, I caught you this time because I was just out in the box. But right, catching the appreciate it, bro. Yeah, man. But catching the discussion, it's like okay, I want to chime in on this because I um, shout out to any because you know he brought up tsunami back in the day, like the original host. Um, I was like in middle school during that time because I'm a little more my age. Um, and I guess a lot of people, I know a lot of people went outside in the sense of, you know, you're in school, your mom's probably won't let you go to the con. My first con was, uh, Momo con. And when it was on Georgia Tech's campus back in 2006. Ooh, shout out mm. to the that was the first con I went to. And I went to my first AWA in 2007. Ooh, um, and I went from I went to AWA from 07 to like 2014, like every year up into 2014. Then life just got in the way. But um, honestly, I think the big twist came when like the big blow up to me was when every year when I started noticing there's a lot of cosplays and everyone kind of jumped into it. When Dragon Ball Z Kai, when they decided to cut a lot of the middle arts out, like the Garlic Junior Saga and a lot of the other stuff out, and just make Kai and Nickelodeon got. Dragon Ball Z, that's when I knew it had caught and it was mainstream. That was 09, like when mm -hmm. Bleach. And mm -hmm. I think what culminated that moment to be such a big thing was it was a lot of guys who were band geeks like myself, or, you know, we were encompassed to just our smaller circle of friends. And we were all in the anime, Dragon Ball, Cowboy Bebop, you know, the works. What happened was a lot of those guys joined the military. And when all those guys joined the military, they started sharing hard drives and hard drives were just shows and shows and shows then when they then when they come back home to the homies they're like bro let me give you let me give you 10 gigs of this <laughs> you got the oh like the homies right. that would go be stationed in japan and shit right hell yeah, yeah like stationed right. everywhere like they are plugged my, in my brother's in iraq he was in iraq and afghanistan at the time so he came back and was just like you watching bleach i said yeah you know what i'm saying but i had to get big torrents he was like bro i got you he got the whole thing so I got the whole bleach right there. So I'm able to just watch it back to back to back to back, like all in one area because we couldn't really stream it. Um, other than that, I got like everything on Torrance. But when I went to cons, you would see just like when Death Note popped. I think Death Note was that one anime that didn't come on Cartoon Network at first. And it was big. And Cartoon Network was actually late to the party because mm -hmm. they were late. They were late getting the Death Note. Death Note had already been out. Um, was that like too dark or something for apparently the platform? Um, they eventually brought it on when they had like the the midnight run tsunami when when they decided yeah. to do it uncut. That's back when you saw when you find a napple was flipping the bird off to them niggas and it wasn't just you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> like that's when like that's when I think like the big boom happened to me. It was around oh six oh seven because unfortunately like we were in our we were in our twenties like early early twenties like going to these cons and it was nobody there and then next thing I know. We like 25, 26, and everybody's 18. And it's a con, and half of them in middle school. So you can't tell. It was it was horrible because you're trying to pick up Shawty. You really can't tell if she in middle school, high school, or college because she's in cosplay. So at that point, you just kind of mm -hmm. like, you know what? I'm going to just bow out and just take these pictures. But I'll never forget my home, but he was like, I want you to be Kara. I'm going to be L. And I remember we did the cosplay, and I remember this girl came up to him. She said, you can't be L. L's not black. He doesn't have dreads. Oh and my like, god! And that Damn. was the first time I seen it because my homeboy was like, he was itching up with the bond, uh, with the zonpot toe. Like it was, ooh, that's tough. Yeah, ooh. like he was like one of the first people I, I seen to have it. Um, my very first cosplay was a uh, great sad man because I had to do rag and you know, 
That's why I was just like, no, they had oh, do that's tough. <laughs> With the do-rag, man, that was 09 when I went, because I died to gee myself. But um, but no, nah, man, it's like uh like a lot of y'all was like just preaching to that whole fact. Like when it comes to black culture, like on our pod, you know, in my in my name, UK aka Star Man, the aka come from Wu Tang. When they say aka the shelf, aka Bobby Boulders, aka, you know, mm-hmm. like that's, that's where Wu-Tang. it comes from. You know what I'm saying? Wu Tang and the Kung Fu. And I think the fact that we gravitated towards Bruce Lee uh, and Jackie Chan and like, you know, and Jet Lee, we graduated to those Kung Fu movies because, you know, you had that's back when you know we used to scrap. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't too violent outside, you would scrap. So you could like learn the moves and we were all in the power ranges. We were trying to figure out what the oh, next phase was. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wanted to know what was the next phase we were gonna get into after power after you quote unquote got too old for Power Rangers. I remember I had to stash my Power Rangers in my closet because one day I came home from school, my mama threw out all my toys. Damn. Oh no. All my ninja toys. I had all the OG ninja turtles, they gone. You know what I'm saying? That shit could make uh, so much money yeah. Oh yeah, but that's your <laughs> but um Yeah, man, what is the really, really sign of you know get into the mix of you know, trying to find that next phase. Once you find the like the next phase, to me, you know, it was Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. I was kind of questioning myself, like, well, this is. I like these eyes. What's the, okay? This got to be anime because these girls got these eyes and all these magical colors mm-hmm. and stuff. And I remember trying to put the homies on, and they looking at me like, "Boy, you too old for cartoons, nah, bro? You watching something with girls and skirts?" And I'm like, well, "Yeah, this shit dope, man. What you talking about?" Then Dragon Ball Z came out, and I'm, I'm like, "Yo, y'all gotta watch this show." And they were just like, nah, nigga, you like that whole kung fu cartoon shit. And a year later, I'm saying ones was like flipping. So it's like, I think one of y'all said it might have been show or blue had said this about you were scared to really come out and say you was into it. Because once you say you into it, everybody want to kind of jones and want to crack joke. Mm-hmm. We, I don't know, we was in band, so we was always, we was always playing shit on the radio. band, nigga, see? So, what we talking about? see Socket tell me was like, you know, or oh, that a trick, that a, uh-huh, what's up? We played that. So whatever song on the radio, we playing it. So we cater ourselves, we're like, bro, we play any song y'all hear on the radio, we'll write it ourselves and we'll play it. And, you know, because of that, we felt like we had enough clout, bro, we gonna wear these Dragon Ball shirts. Only thing I didn't like was the Dragon Ball button-up. Niggas, I couldn't do the Dragon Ball. Up, hell, like the Karate Man on the button up. Hey, yeah, you know the power pole. Like this nigga had a power pole one time, bro. Come on, but um, but no, nah, man, y'all really preaching, man. I, I think when that shit finally blew up, um, they didn't know what they was doing. Even to this day, Disney, I I disagree with the fact. I, I think Disney. Disney is the most American thing in America at this point. And I feel like they're not going to lose their identity because it, it, anime got so many etchy themes and some of them are borderline like, like dare I even say it, like um, pedophilia. Like yeah, it's, some, it's, some, it's some extreme themes that I don't think Disney want to attach to. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy Bleach is Hulu on Hulu, but summertime rendering didn't get the hype it deserved. Because oh, no, no, November, 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 we good. November, we good. November, we good. But that's what's up. I'm glad that's gonna come out. You know, but um, gas, bro. Gas, man. Uh, I just updated my MAL today, man. I'm I'm 500 plus shows, man. I didn't. I died. This nigga in deep. 
I don't know for like years. And most of them were dubs. You know what I'm saying? Most of them were dubs, you know, before I got heaven to subtitles. But now I just got to watch it week to week. Because, you know, I write reviews and shit. I try to write reviews just to kind of keep up and just keep people informed and, um, you know, kind of just practice that, you know. But uh, shout out to y'all, man. It's been a great topic, great platform. And uh, y'all gave me, y'all took me back with a lot of conversations uh, <laughs> y'all had and really just getting in touch with myself because I'm 37. But you right, that shit keep you like young. I still look like I'm 25 because, and I give right. actually all that credit because it's just like, bro, being attached to, to this really keeps me young. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to Thundercat. I really like Thundercat wearing all yeah, the Mike Sailor Moon shit, wearing all the Sailor Moon shit. That gave me the confidence as this grown ass man to be like, no, I'm gonna wear the Sailor Moon hoodie. Fuck y'all niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Usagi look, Usagi's cute, bro. I'm gonna wear this shit. You know, so um, that's just the next phase, man. I really want that to happen because, you know, you'll see Megan Thee Stallion, Lil Uzi Vert, Michael B. Jordan. You see celebs and mm-hmm. athletes wearing Naruto and, you know, all this other drip from, like, anime now. And it's, it's, it's a lot of people who've been putting a lot of work into, like, bringing the culture forward for celebrities to, like, come and just say, hey, I'm a fan. Hey, do you want to be on this show? Hey, do you want an endorsement? Hey, do you want to be the face of this? And I'm just kind of like, bro, you already, you got a whole album to do. Leave that, leave that to someone who really <laughs> wants. So, like, you need to be passionate about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, some some guys like y'all, man, I would really like to hear y'all, like, you know, be the, you know, you know, uh, like Joe Budden and them, but for anime, man, that's what this was, this conversation kind of started. Like, bro, get that nigga Johnny on the stage, bro. Yo, Yuki, man, hey, look, 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 appreciate yeah. you, bro, because you, because hey, you, you literally in the same state as me. I already can tell. Um, I don't know if you go to AWA uh, this year, but if you are, you gonna see us. Cause we gonna be there, okay. yes, sir. Um, mm-hmm. and de- definitely make sure that we link up too. Because that was a thank you for saying that. Because I um I I just turned thirty two this past Sunday, so I ain't too far behind. Damn. And, and um yeah, you too much. <laughs> <laughs> you be kicking my ass with that shit. But but like for real, like what you just said was very very profound. Because um what what I what I really think with and this is particularly what you said about this um during that time like. When the anime merch and shit start popping off, you said you mentioned about Megan Thee Stallion, which is the last part I wanted to say before we got some names and stuff like that. Um, when Megan Thee Stallion did that Crunchyroll collaboration, I said, "Oh shit, like it's on." You know what I'm saying? I was like, "Damn, this shit really taking off." And then um, when you got Michael B. Jordan mispronouncing Naruto as Naruto or whatever the fuck he said, mm. and, and 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 then Bro, that then, nigga said that shit so fucking crazy, my brain came across it. It's fucking weird, bro. And then. Then coach doing a fucking Naruto collaboration, like that—that that was a big deal. Like they did the coat, they did the pants, the the shinobi pants and shit. And then shout out to all the black designers and clothing people, Von Six, Nami Wear, fucking Otaku Otaku Academy, um, Soul King, like so many people. Um, oh my senpai, shout out to her. Um, it's so many people that are doing this, even like RDC world got their own clothes and stuff. And I think what's super important and what Yuki said was just like, 
seeing this next generation and or the generation that we're in now kind of like taking the torch and just be like, hey, bro, we about to run this shit and we going to make the door for ourselves versus waiting for these companies to come do it for us. You know what I'm saying? So I think that shit is really, really cool to like hear um, coming from people in the same age group. Like, hey, like we taking this shit to our own fucking hands. You know what I'm saying? So that shit is dope. Yup, yup. We appreciate you, Yuki. Oh, no problem, man. I'll be standing by listening, man. Y'all hold it down, man. Great conversation. I follow uh-huh. all y'all too, man. Like, keep keep doing it. Hey, Absolutely, bro. You. I'm gonna follow my main account too, though, bro. For sure. Absolutely. Uh, Nay, go ahead and um, you know what I'm saying? From a from a black woman perspective of also of the age group, go ahead and tell these niggas, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Nay, that nigga just called you old. We all old, nigga. Fuck it. Um, I'm not old. First of all, I'm not old. I'm experienced, baby. Don't mm-hmm. talk to these niggas. Better fucking preach. Y'all, uh, plus gang in this bitch. Uh, okay. Actually, I'm 30. I'm 35. Yeah. But all right. Yeah, y'all got it. Mm-hmm. I ain't 35 just yet, but I'll be there a couple of months. What y'all want from me? What y'all want? You on stage, Nay. We I need it from we, yeah, like we need know. it from the black. I mean, yeah, yeah. a lot of good points. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in the whole tsunami area era. At the same time, I was also the kid where we had to go online and you know find the anime that way, and it was broken up in thirty thousand different parts. And mm-hmm. you got to Talk about it. Order, yeah. That's what. So tsunami was a breath of fresh air when I found out about it. But at the same time, growing up, I was one of the girls that did not have anyone to talk about it. I everybody knows Sailor Moon is like my absolute favorite anime. No matter what, I've watched it numerous of times in subbed and dubbed. Um, you prefer Crystal or the regular? The regular one. I do mm, not gunshots. care for Crystal. Do not care for Crystal. I mean, I get why they did it, but at the same time, I'm just like, mm, all right, this 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 wasn't needed, but whatever. Um, I grew up not having that. So when I heard the when I heard the boys in the lunchroom and in classes before the bell rang, talking about Dragon Ball Z and shit like that, they wouldn't let me participate. Because I was a girl. Girls don't watch this shit. Girls don't do this. Girls don't do that. That whole thing. So I kind of just chilled out on it for a bit. Then when I got to high school, I didn't really have enough time because I was in the band. Band, band geeks. the band geeks. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was in the band. <laughs> Me included. Uh, I was in the band until it got expensive, man. <laughs> uh, not until it got expensive, nigga. It was expensive from day one. What you mean? Hell Just no! All I bad. had to, all I had to do was buy that goddamn drum. Then these niggas talk about, hey yo, we need three thousand. I say, y'all can suck my dick. Three thousand. Yeah. <laughs> three thousand. <laughs> Were you watching Drum Corps International or some shit, my nigga? God damn, man. man. No, nah, my... I remember Tony is younger than us, so there's also That's also my. My band niggas was apparently the best in the country, quote unquote. So I was like, y'all know what? Y'all got it. What high school you went to? <laughs> it was Chino Hills High. Wait, say that one more time. Chino Hills High. Oh, he's absolutely correct. Oh, she said Chino Hills? Yeah, Chino Hills. Yeah. Bad school? 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I know, know about that. Yep. Never yeah. mind. You got it. Yeah, yeah you got right, it, bro. Got I ain't got shit to say. Never mind. Once the nigga, nigga said 3,000, I saw their record. I was like, nah, know, nigga. Once you said Chino Hills, bro. Let me tell you something. You ain't got to say nothing else, bro. I used to watch Chino Hills drumline, bro. They knew kids from fucking Blue Devils drumline, drum core. They knew shit from Blue Devils, bro. And also Santa Claus Vanguard. Yes. Yes. Them niggas knew some shit. I said, ain't no fucking way. Like, ain't hey, no right. fucking way. Hey, I'll let you know. I knew them niggas were serious once I saw them training with the track team. I said, you know what? Y'all got it. Different, go. bro. Different. Um, go ahead, Nay. I'm so sorry. I, no, you're fine. I stopped, I stopped watching it when I got in high school, which is why I'm not as well-versed as everybody is when it comes to One Piece, but all the other ones, yeah, I watched heavily. But once I took that little break because of band, I got back on it when I was in college. College, and most of us know when you get to college, that's when you really figure out who you are, your likes and dislikes. You know, you become yourself. Yeah, coming into your own. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. So I was actually an RA my junior and senior year. And a lot of my my residents would come in my room and they would ask me, they'd be like, girl, what you watching? What is this mess that you watching? And it's not in English. And I'd be like, it's anime, girl. And they'd be like, oh, well, uh, how often this come on? And they would come and ask me questions. And sometimes they would come in the room with me and watch it with me and ask questions and shit like that. I didn't mind because at this point in time, Tsunami was doing a bunch of reruns. So... Um, it's just refreshing to see now, now that I'm 34, just to see a lot of people being more open about it, seeing the younger kids talk about it, and just kind of be unapologetic about watching anime. Like, I know everybody knows the weird kids usually watch it, because why the fuck are you watching something that's not in English? Whatever. Mm. But it is good to see, but and I know Yuki say he wants to see more like not celebrities talking about it, but I think it's good because it brings more awareness having celebrities talk about it. Like Megan Thee Stallion, even though she be saying some heinous shit about some of the animes she do and don't like, you know, I still love my girl, but it's nice to see like, hey, like this really happens. This is what's going on in our community. We need more of this. Michael B. Jordan, I'm still a little skeptical about because, you know, this, I don't know. We're just going to leave it alone. That nigga said fucking, bro. He said. What the fuck are you saying, bro? Naruto, some shit like that. I don't even fucking know. Naruto. Everybody be saying that, though. Like, I don't and I correct like them every time. I say Naruto. Niggas like, do be I, saying that shit. They do. I'm like, bro, they don't say that in the show at all. Name. Yeah, I, I say put the emphasis on the Naruto. Oh, he said Naruto, Naruto, bro. Naruto. Ship ship or something like that. Naruto, 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 Naruto,
Mm. Where in reality, mm. it's actually us that knows more. Way more. Way more. When they're just a bunch of emo kids just wanting to watch some anime because their mom, they're upset at their mom because their pizza rolls wasn't done right. Mom, my pizza rules are cool. Nah, I know my be in too much Genshin Impact. I play that shit, but they be on a different level. They do, absolutely. Like it's like I was into Pokemon and the whole, you know, all of that. And mm-hmm. so it's refreshing to see us coming and being more vocal and bringing in the younger generation and you know, giving them this knowledge. Like, hey, this is what it is. Because y'all know I have children, and you know my toddlers are three and one but when i watch anime they actually they don't watch it with me usually because some of the shit i'll be watching is just really heinous but when they hear the intro and outro they will literally come in and stand and watch it and then once it's over they go back to doing whatever it is they They said hey this shit is banging yeah hold on let me get come in (laughs) and start rocking like literally start dancing or whatever and then they're going about their business once it's over so I'm glad that we have this I'm glad that Mm -hmm. there's a space and plenty of opportunities for us to share this knowledge to show what it is in the black community and also as somebody that's getting ready to cosplay for the very first time in 34 years of living let's go hold on gunshots I'm already nervous as shit about it, okay? So we love to see it and we about to encourage the fuck out of it too, eh? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Rada Rada. You, you about to get this rada, 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 well, rada, rada, rada. I'm nervous, but at the same time I'm excited because of the fact is I've always been into cosplay. It's something I've always done, but I just never had the confidence to do it. Because I I just didn't. So that's mm-hmm. neither here nor there. And I got my nails and feet done to go with my cosplay. So Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So yeah, so AWA, you are definitely getting a oh natural poison ivy. Still have not decided how I'm doing my hair, but it is what it is. So yeah, it feels nice. good to be in that type of energy and that atmosphere with kindred spirits and just surrounding ourselves with shit some of us know everybody knows shit that we may not know mm-hmm. it's refreshing it's very needed and that's it <laughs> y'all appreciate you man. You're always a real one for sure you're welcome. Um, you're welcome. so fellow uh, administrators slash teachers um, how y'all feeling where we said we good to close the lesson or do you want to like hold this shit a little bit further? I know Caesar's on stage. Um, I, I think Caesar can be the, the last one. Um, and then I think it's good to close the session. Yeah. Cause yeah. nigga hungry. Yes. I'm here. <laughs> what we on? What we on? So, so, so Caesar for you particularly, I'm going to just ask you this question directly. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you love about right now? That within the anime 
community because you're starting to also brand yourself as a content creator. Shout out to you. Oh shit, yeah. Um, like how do you how do you feel about finally being maybe I don't want to say the word accepted, but you're around folks that kind of like do the same thing or like talk about the same things and or how does it feel to kind of be empowered to be more like the shit that you want to be like in your life because of this this shit this is this is this this is my slice of life era right here this is (laughs) (laughs) this is like is i haven't been surrounded by so many like-minded people is almost been overbearing like this shit crazy like niggas really have deep top topics about anime niggas really sat there and cried about anime laughed and done all this shit i'm thinking i'm the only one like i'm just now getting my brother into some one piece and shit and he still haven't i think the only time i don't think he's ever shed a tear in no anime and if i say he gonna call me pussy but y'all around this motherfucker talking about the T's, talking about the years, talking about the fees. This nigga. He ain't lying though, bro. He ain't lying, my nigga. Did you just say? The tears and the fears and the, the, that's what he what said. Man, you you heard you the alliteration in the years. In the years. I love that shit. But yeah, like like for me, like to to be the feeling is like it's unmatched. And I love it. I love the fact that everyone loves anime just about as much as I do. If I look in your closet, her closet, his closet, her closet, their closet, them closet, I probably, I'm pretty sure I'll find some anime shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. And that, you know, that, that, that fills my heart with joy. It, it, it just feels good. Mine with bliss that you can just go to people and talk about. It's like, cause I, I ain't much into sports and like I get around some niggas and they get to talking about sports. I mean, that motherfucker like, ugh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck y'all niggas. Yeah, uh, then, but, but once a nigga come through talking about some DVZ or some Naruto, especially if they pronounce it wrong, like I gotta come holler. Uh, <laughs> that shit so funny as hell. Feels good, feels great. Nice, nice. Yeah. You love this, to see this, it. This is why love we say what we say, and that's what pretty much is the good part of like kind of wrap up the oh, lesson. Because... Hold on, let me say I'll one thing. Go ahead, And if you not, not, and if nobody has watched any Studio Ghibli movies at any given point in time of their lifestyle, in their lifetime, you need to make it your business. That is absolutely bad. What movie you make, what movie you watch. Not you, gatekeeper. You need to put it in your rocket. <laughs> That's not gatekeeping. She's opening the gate. That's not gatekeeping. She no. said, she said uh, everybody needs to watch at least one Studio G. Nah, you right as hell about that. At least one. Shut up. She said, expand your horizons. It's, it's about that. I feel I feel the same way with uh, with Akira. I feel as though you need mm-hmm. to watch at least mm-hmm. one Ghibli movie. And you need to at least one Akira. <laughs> HBO Max, you can find all of those joints. Man, uh, Kira is on. Give us that check, HBO. Hold on. Discovery and all that shit. Hmm. Akira, I don't know, but uh, I was talking Wait, about Wait, uh, Akira is on HBO Max? Yes. No, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I was talking about yeah, I know. I know. It's, on Hulu. It's, on, it's on Hulu and Funimation. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. oh, not just on my home. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> talking about the Studio Ghibli movies. 
Oh, Check out my studio, JB. That's how I was moving cash. I like mm-hmm. your monitor. Yeah, she got long hair. Let me, let me stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know Pull it together. I'm sorry. I'm going to try. You know, it just, you know, niggas hungry and it's late. <laughs> you know Y'all must not be too hungry. I'm lit though now. Huh? This nigga. What you mean? <laughs> Tequila J is. I'm about to get me uh, some food from somewhere. That's a fucking fact. From somewhere. Get these wings, nigga. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga. This nigga is possessed. Yo, he just went. <laughs> this nigga has lost the wings. Demon does demon possessed him. Oh my god. Panda too much. Yo, that's you know what? Yeah, shout, shout out Panda the Dog, man. You. Honey lemon yeah. pepper connoisseur ambassador, you goddamn. Be released from God, that. God, niggas yeah. eating this shit all the goddamn time, but this shit good as fuck. Honey lemon pepper is it's more than. It's honey. great. Hold on, hold on. You say honey lemon pepper? I got it. Mm-hmm. Honey hot lemon pepper, goddamn. Honey gold is different. Yo, I'm not gonna be eating that just now. Please don't make me hungry. You talking about them? Yeah. Okay. 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 Dude, what about what about our order? What about I order some food and the delivery driver name is Jesus? Ooh. Jesus. Christ of better days. Jesus. Man, Jesus. Y'all niggas funny as hell, bro. I'm I'm still hungry. What I ate was not enough. So come on. Okay. Well, we gotta go. Go uh, on. Right. on that note, on that note, um, sixteen ain't enough. We thank y'all for pulling up the show. Go high, um, host or I'm sorry, teachers, administrators slash host. Uh, anything y'all want to add or plug in before we go? K, you are still closing. Absolutely, Tony. Uh, me? Uh, shit. Uh, for wait. Damn, nigga, we supposed to plug some like what? Bro, plug oh, plug all the shit that you a part of, bro. Yeah. Hey, all right, bet real nigga shit. Um, shout out to my niggas. Shout out to Adam Wilk where shit get critical. You already know the fucking about. Hey, shout out to Show a high yard know the fucking fact, nigga. Nigga. Hey. Man. Last but not least, shout out to fucking Hub Talk where the real niggas stay at. You already know the fucking about. Fuck with us. We don't get your money up. Not your funny. You feel me? And nigga, shout out to me, nigga. You niggas not built like me. He said that shit every fucking week, and I love it, bro. <laughs> right? Hey, man, shout out to everybody who came through to the space and just, you know, added to the conversation. This amazing, in-depth conversation, something different. I know, Jay, you, uh, you made that tweet a couple days ago about not having the same conversations about the big three and who the fuck would win uh, Saitama or fucking Goku and shit like that, bro. Like, come on, man. We tired of, we tired of all that shit, bro. We're not going to be getting into that here on sh- fucking Shogo High, man. You don't have to worry about that at all. <laughs> but uh, a few things to plug. Shout out to Inside the Mind of a Blur. We drop episodes every Wednesday. Follow, follow us on Twitter at the Blur Mom Pod. Um, and shout out to all of y'all, man. Just this is so much fun doing this and you know I enjoy I enjoy it every other Friday so shout out to y'all that's a fact man um before we had to uh K 
Kid the Closer. Um, Kid the Closer. The I wa- Closer. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to say for show, shout out to Cerebus Entertainment. Y'all already know the motherfucking vibes, nigga. This shit is going to be crazy. AWA. And on top of that, shout out to uh, to Chef Tay. You know, we cooking, doing some shit on that particular Saturday. Pull up. If you know us, um, you got to have an invite. Do not think about it if you do not. Um, also, shout out to Chaotic Culture Podcast. You already know the fucking game over there. You already know how that shit go. Um, also, shout out to BlackAnimePodcast.com. As I see you, my G, you pulled up. I know it's currently about maybe Ash, 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. over there. We appreciate you. Um, way over across the pond, man. BlackAnimePodcast.com. The only place you can find every single melanated podcast that you can find about anime, manga, comics, blurdom, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's going to mm-hmm. be there. So definitely go ahead and check that out for sure. Um, 200 plus podcasts on there So you can find whatever you're pretty much looking for um, Shout out to all the Animanga conglomerate Anime kickback of course um, I've already mentioned Cerebus and Chaotic Culture Podcast uh, Shout out to Inside the Mind of a Blur Like Rob already said um, Shout out to the gang over there Animalytical which they get critically You already know that damn vibe over there um, I'll shout out to Hubtaku um, Thank y'all for always putting my media kit together And all the other different type of things that's going on um, Niggas making money now So that's great um and <laughs> and uh also shout out to my TikTok if you want to look for stuff like that where I'll be talking about Jay's thought shit. That's the hashtag that Jay uses. Um that space is coming for sure. And we just did a watch party for Chainsaw Man and Ooh, Bleach. Bro, that shit was amazing, bro. Niggas, yes, it was. Hey. That shit was amazing. Man, thank y'all, man. Y'all niggas made it dope though. It's just y'all y'all don't know how to act. No, you Damn. don't know how to act. That's you. In that what chat. What the fuck did I do? You know what, what you said. You. I I you know what the fuck I you forgot said. what you said, but you said some you real heinous shit. shit. Man. <laughs> I didn't do shit. You know what the fuck you said. I, I, bro, I, I didn't for, do shit. I forgot the, oh, you, the exact you, you, comments you made, but you, you said also, really no, heinous no, shit, bro. That, that was chat. crazy. I was like, what the fuck? That was crazy as hell. Shout out to everybody came to the watch party. Shout out to the Slice of Wives. That shit is happening. Real real quick. Yeah, there we go. Um, (laughs) Also, um, oh yeah, one one quick announcement. So, AWA week is actually the same. We were supposed to come back in two weeks. We do this bi-weekly. So, what we're going to do, actually, we're going to drop the next episode, or at least live for sure. Um, we're going to actually do it the week after the 27th. So that would be, I believe, November 4th, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Um, so it will be a slight little three-week break, but you will see us parading the timeline here and there. Oh, of course. Um, Shogo High will be very, very active during that time. Um, of course, the podcast will be releasing tomorrow morning at 9.30 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 uh, Central. Um, be on the lookout for that. And um, that's all the Announcements that I currently have, but as we save the best for last, yes, sir. I'm still weak. Gotta let the horns come in, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wait a minute. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> I hate dog niggas, man. <laughs> <laughs>
Michael Buffer and all shit. All right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that really wraps up another episode of Show Go High. Um, if you got a chance to be a part of this session, once again, we thank you for coming out. We thank you for participating. If you know some friends who are interested in a podcast where we, once again, do not talk about the big three or Goku versus or Saitama versus, please be sure that you tune into this podcast and all the other podcasts that are under the blackanimepodcast.com network. I'm pretty sure you're going to find a podcast that can get you either in-depth analysis or just straight up comedy or a little bit of both. So please be sure that you once again, check out that website again, 200 plus anime that are included on that directory. Uh, next, of course, you heard that we are going to be on a three week break. So please be sure that you stay tuned when we return. But in the meantime, just know that there will be a chaotic culture podcast episodes that will be dropping in between those times as well. So please be sure that you tune in. If you have not tuned into the chaotic culture podcast, um, it is uh, for lack of a better term, it's a geek podcast, but we focus on, of course, curating black content creators, black business professionals, black artists, anything that is black. So just be sure that you tune into that. Finally, Please be sure that you continue to watch anime and watch some of the newer anime that have been coming out. Watch some of the returns. Let us know how you feel about the fall season, of course. Let us know what your sleepers have been, what some of your highlights have been uh, as we take this little uh, break. Uh, if there is a anime that you actually enjoyed uh, before the fall season, please let us know. We'll let you know our opinion as well if we've watched. Or if you're trying to put us onto some new anime, we would definitely greatly appreciate that as well. Mm-hmm. We are here to expand our knowledge here of anime in general. And yeah, unfortunately, we can't watch everything because we're we're human. You know, we only get so many hours of the day. But still, if there's an anime that you would definitely like us to check out, if we haven't checked it out already, just let us know about us so that way we can check it out too and we can discuss it. That's a fact. And I think that wraps up uh, all of the announcements that I have had. Once again, hey. shout out to the Animanga conglomerate here. Yep, shout yep. out to Togo High. We continue to do the work here yep, while yep. you get to sit and enjoy the conversations. And hopefully we don't get too reckless. Um, yep, with yep. some of the takes that we've had today, I think the conversation was very fruitful, though. With some mm-hmm. of y'all takes, I'm... I'm starting to think that some of y'all need detention or ISS because some of them take. That's man, a bro. fucking ISS. These niggas need ISS. What was these niggas saying? Bro, I'm sorry. We gotta fill you in, bro. This shit, dude. Dude, we. I'm hop on the count. Start cussing niggas up. We got three weeks to go crazy, bro. You absolutely right. Indeed, indeed. All right. If there are no no more announcements for any of the instructions, I feel that this is. A good time to dismiss. And that is the motherfucking fact, yo. And that is Shuggle High episode or period four. So, hey, we out this bitch. Shout out to y'all, man. When you were a kid, you specialized in dreams. When I was a little boy, I wanted to be a hero, not some damn businessman. A hero, huh? 
Now that you're older, does that mean you have to forfeit them? It's beautiful, isn't it? The delicate nature of youth and wide-eyed innocence. Maybe your childhood dreams did come true. I'm gonna be the best hunter in the world! But if they haven't... This sucks. Don't give up on them. A person grows up when he's forced to overcome hardships. The truth is, when you get older, sometimes things don't always turn out the way you hoped they would. Reality can be cruel. And it often strikes without warning. Responsibilities can take over, and endless possibilities start to narrow. Doesn't your own life matter to you at all? Of course my life matters to me, but not just mine. Everyone's. So you gotta do what you gotta do. Handle that business. But keep your dreams intact. Someday I'll prove I'm the strongest state in the universe. Fine. Never too late to suit up and take the journey to make those dreams a reality. It's all coming back to me now. This is the feeling I've been looking for. Believe in yourself. Create your own destiny. Don't fear failure. It's all as true today as when you were 12. Don't take away my chance to prove what I can do. I get cracking. Wish me luck.